0: welcome to Real Life Sci-Fi with Wade and Willie. I am Wade. I am Willie. This is a Starburns Audio Produced Podcast that's been called A Perennial Favorite by Fort Wendy on iTunes. Thanks Fort Wendy for your review. If you have a review you'd like to leave, as long as it's a five-star one, we'll read it on the air. Just go on iTunes because that's where we read them from. Yeah, thanks Fort Wendy. Uh, let us know what Fort means. Is it Fort Calo? Is it Fort Collow, Wendy? <laughs> our our uh, alma mater, CSU, who just beat Arkansas? <laughs> Which is crazy. Really? Yeah, dude, we went 0 2. We lost to Hawaii and the Buffaloes, who are neither good teams. Then we beat Arkansas. <laughs> Does that put us into the playoffs, in the race? No, well, I don't, know. I don't know anything about college football. I don't think the playoff race has yet begun. How you doing, Willie?
1: Oh, I'm good. I'm trying to put my hat up, I guess.
0: I'm I'm doing good. I like our topic tonight. Pretty excited. Well, welcome aboard the SSRLSF, everybody. What's this? Uh, what's this area of space that we're exploring?
1: Well, we're kind of stuck in between a, a two stars. We're in a binary system, and there's a planet that rides right in between them.
0: And binary means that the stars fuck each other, right? They're <laughs> binary sexual i would i mean you could say if you'd have
1: to describe your what you think sex is Uh uh-huh
0: well i would say the insertion of the penis into the vagina or asshole (laughs) but penetration has to (laughs) (laughs) penetration has to take place none of this above the close shit yeah these
1: These stars are fucking
0: oh okay cool well these stars are sure hot and i think in every sense of the word right and there's a planet in the middle
1: that rides the rides the wave of science of and science fiction. <laughs>
0: and And pure pleasure. <laughs> what's it uh, what's it called again? Horse Nasium. Horse Nasium. They've a lot of horseplay going on here and Horse Nasium. And there are there isn't anything on this planet that resembles a horse. But uh But it does look like there's a bunch of gymnasiums. Yeah. Okay. I don't know who. I don't know who named the planet, but uh, probably some scientist. Yeah, who gets to name?
1: Who gets to name everything?
0: Well, but now they're naming them like C eight one two seven. Yeah, or like oh, I discovered. I use the word discover. Well, I just rewatched the movie. Well, why don't we? Because maybe our guest would have to weigh in on it, have something to say on this. Our guest who's breaking a record, I'm told is how many times
2: i think i'm tying a record with kelsey for five times okay five oh, time. i thought
0: you guys tied together no, no no
2: i was gonna tie her last time but then she joined oh and then she bumped her up okay. bumped herself up still, yeah. Yeah, still she first tucked place you she yeah.
0: tucked you on that one uh aaron moles aaron <laughs> moles is here with us aboard thanks for being here Oh, of course. For the thanks, fifth time. Thanks for picking
2: me up. I was just watching the stars fuck. Yeah. I was watching <laughs> right. some star porn. In the And uh, you guys were in the area, so. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, it's yeah. A, a happy coincidence. Yeah. Um, I've just rewatched Armageddon. I don't know why. I was like, I have fond memories of Armageddon, even though it's a Michael Bay thing. It was sort of before he kind of went crazy with explosions and stuff like that. Yeah. And...
2: Uh, he had like two or three good years, I think, in the 90s. Yeah.
0: And so the guy who... Saw the asteroid first because he was like a amateur. Yeah. He had like his own, uh, what's it called? The- Telescope. Observatory. Yeah, observatory. He had like a giant observatory in his backyard. Was that the guy that, was, that plays blind?
1: Is he blind in that? No, no. No. He plays blind in another movie. Am no, you name? wouldn't know this no, guy because okay,
0: okay. he's okay. just in it for like one minute. He <laughs> discovers right. the thing and then his wife comes in and she's like, eat dinner. And he's like get the fucking book get the book I don't know what book he's talking about I just remember him going get the book get the book and so he named he because he called it in first he was the first one to yeah. actually see it he got to name it and he named it after his bitch wife because it was going to kill all life on earth
1: uh,
2: and then he never acted again
0: yeah I don't know he was just some guy <laughs> he was the, one of those characters like, it's probably
1: someone big it's probably it's like a, no he's Bradley a character Cooper. actor it's I, a bit I'm thinking far. of the guy that's blind in the movie Contact
0: there's a blind guy in contact. I haven't. Right? I've seen it once.
1: He he like listens to the. <laughs> to the to the noise. He has the, the noise, magical ability the, to hear the aliens.
0: Uh, monk, what you're doing with your face right now looks like Monk. Oh boy. <laughs> no, not Monk.
1: Oh no no, yeah. I worked on a Monk commercial before.
0: What an advertisement for the show Monk? Yeah, they they had to make. Isn't an advertisement for that show just putting a bunch of clips together and saying "Monk's on on Tuesday"?
1: <laughs> yeah, for some reason this wasn't. We were in a
0: grocery store. What? And Monk was there. And it was for Monk. Or it do you could just... have
1: been. It could have been the TV show pairing up with something to to be a commercial for something. Oranges.
0: TBS or something. I don't know. Like a. Okay. Interesting. But anyway, that's (laughs) who gets to name the planet. Yeah, the Monk is looking for
2: some pickles. Uh,
0: uh, He's too neurotic. These spears are one half inch too short. Shopping is crazy for Monk. There's
2: 47 pickles in this jar. Uh,
0: He needs a wet nap for the grocery cart. I wonder how many listeners know what Monk is.
2: Oh, man, that's like millennials
0: don't know what Monk is now. Oh, come on. (laughs) I think Monk transcends generations. I've never seen it, but doesn't everybody know what Monk is? But there's no, wasn't it on for like 15 it, years or it's something It's not
1: crazy? on Netflix or anything, right? I'm sure it's know. on one of
0: those. It's just it's not something you would look for. <laughs> I'll bet they still re- rerun Monk. i yeah. bet Monk's on right now.
1: It
2: was a it was a popular show.
0: Okay. It's well, amazing. if you don't know Monk, maybe you'll know Wings. He was the zany, I don't know, mechanic? No, he wasn't the mechanic. No. Paul uh, was the mechanic.
2: Oh, on uh, Wings? Um.
0: Was he like... The, oh, he was the cab driver who was constantly taking people to the airport. Oh, and then he would sounds, hang yeah. out. I think.
1: That sounds right.
2: Yeah, I think you're right.
0: All right, cool. So... <laughs> so, I I don't know. what What's your wow scale? You've been on enough. You must know it.
2: Um, I'm more of a Wade than a Willie, but just barely. Um, so you're
0: like a four.
1: But what happens... Well, we'll get into it today. I forget. You, do you believe aliens have been here within the last 300 years?
2: Um, If they have, it's like in a microbial sense. I don't... What we probably think of aliens would either be people from the future, um, which is where I get weird. Uh, but I don't actually believe it. I just think that that's, there's a more plausible explanation for aliens than people that came in a flying saucer and look like us. I think that a, our conception of aliens—bipedal, arms and legs—I don't, two eyes and a mouth. I think that's us, projecting that.
0: What about bears? Are we projecting bears, Aaron?
2: <laughs> no, no, bears are Earthbe like their they're evolution. Like I'm they. I'm just they saying bears most, exist. Very true. They and do exist, and you see them. Not
0: necessarily bipedal, but they can be. As evidenced by that Bigfoot video, which is obviously a bear. What's that? The Bigfoot video, which is obviously a bear. It's a dude in a suit. If
1: you've ever watched a bear walk, they like they walk. Their steps are so fast.
0: (laughs) No, let's just circus. It's terrifying. Bears Bears in a while take (laughs) big lumbering steps. Um, All right, so you're a four, I think, probably.
2: Yeah. Four. I'm going about, down though. Five, I could be a three. I could go down to a but like I'm not I might not be at a three yet, but I'm going downward. Okay,
0: I feel like we should simplify it to a five star thing because then it's like you would be a two. Okay. Sure. If it's five stars, you get a two. If we if we if we if we just uh five divide stars by easier, two, right? It's much easier. I don't know why we went with ten. Yeah. <laughs> we kind of came up with it on the fly, I believe. You want to be precise. Well, but it gets so yeah. We need to we need to like re. Somebody sent me some some new
1: wow scale like defined the wow scale for us.
0: Okay, Ooh, let's use it. I'll be the guinea pig.
1: It was pretty well. I mean, like it's mostly the same. Hold on, let me see. I used it on the last episode. It worked out pretty
0: good. Oh, the one where you cheated on me and I wasn't. There. I know. I felt <laughs> very weird about it. It's all um, right. I gave you my blessing. Um,
2: so <laughs> oh, his name was Bob. I sense dead silence coming. Bob up. Garner.
0: <laughs> oh, I don't care about dead silence. When you hang, you know, when you're
1: hanging out with your friends, with like you. Let's say you're hanging out with your best friend, and then there's like dead silence, and then after a while, like it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, but not when you're just staring at one another. <laughs> oh, I, I'm usually sorry. there's a television or something. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, so uh, he's got alien. You know, the alien three-part question: Bigfoot, ghosts, superstitions, time travel. Do you believe time travel is is uh
2: in the happening? Einsteinian uh physics sort of sense, yeah. I, I believe in time dilation and then through that, if you're going fast enough and far enough away from the earth, I think I think time travel is possible. I
1: buy into that. See, time travel's weird to me because here we are a bunch of idiots like coming up with the terms of something that's so abstract that there's no, there's no way we could get it right, meaning the description of it. Listen, I, mean, I think that we could come up with time travel, but I don't think we could describe it before it happens. You know, for the same reason that we, how many time travel arguments, not arguments, but conversations we've gotten into where it's like, oh, well, the Earth is in a different place. Oh, the solar system is in a different place. Like, huh? what keeps you to your axis when you go back three days? Because three days ago, the Earth and the solar system were in a different plane.
0: Yeah, I mean I think that like probably time travel, if it does, I don't think it can exist. But if it does, it would be more of like a sort of magical reset than like a actual traveling <laughs> through time. Like I don't think Magic? That, well, yeah, that's why I don't believe in it. Yeah. But it would be more like a a a uh, I'm trying to think of... Oh, uh, Peggy Sue Got Married situation. Oh, yeah, yeah, Where, like, you're just sort of reliving your life rather than... Wow, dude. You're actually traveling back, like, back to when the future. When I think about
1: that movie, that is such a crazy concept for it to actually happen, you know? Like, of course, everybody wants to go back, but, like, if it if it did on accident, it'd be pretty freaky.
2: Well, we're all <laughs> experiencing time subjectively differently in our own heads,
0: See, but that's what I—that's kind of the point I'm trying to make. Like, I don't think that the the sci-fi cons, like the movie concept of time travel, like going back and changing things in time. I don't think that's possible. I don't, I don't think it would be that way. I think it would be more of like something that we can't even like fathom right now.
1: Have you? Have you? Did we do a time slip episode? I don't know. We we should definitely do one. Just where like, the, there are stories out there of people like, accidentally. If you believe what they're saying, like passing through time, where like all of a sudden they're in like Renaissance times, and and it's fucking crazy, like
2: Slaughterhouse Five, kind of. I haven't seen that. It's where they, you know, it's it's about a guy who like experiences time in different phases. He jumps around. It's it's kind of like also lost. But for uh,
1: most of these for most of these stories, it's just like one instance where it's like they were in a different time for a short time and then came back. Just almost like... Almost like a... Let's say... I mean, here's me trying to quantify it. But, like, let's say that there was some kind of... A temporal shift or some gravity wave or something weird where they, like, slipped into another time but then slipped back. But there... Sure. And then there's a couple stories of people showing up dead that shouldn't have... That were from a different time. Like, there was a guy who... Who basically appeared and... I. And then I think he got ran over by something and they checked his pockets and he had like deeds and some old coins and stuff. And he had a business card and then they looked and like
2: <laughs> that guy, that guy's full of it. That's, that's a con years
1: ago, uh, <laughs> Yeah. But he's dead though. But he's 100 well, ago, he, yeah, a hundred years ago. He got caught telling the wrong lie. There was a guy that went missing. He was with stealing all
2: this old antique stuff that was right. worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. And he, he had to come up with a good explanation.
1: I don't know. Whatever time slips to me, I'm like, oh, that you know, I, I maybe like seems the Philadelphia m- experiment like it could happen.
2: Sorry, like, yeah, like yeah. the Philadelphia experiment, like those people could reappear somewhere.
0: Oh, like the 100, like the yeah, show the, the, the 100. 100? Yep. Yeah, dude, anyone did ever you like watch that? that show? I've no. never seen it. I
1: watched the oh oh that the new one you mean? I don't know. What am Was I there thinking more of? Than one? The four twelve hundred. Wasn't there another older show? I I've watched the 100. It's the very teen teen driven but it i thought it was pretty Wait, good Wait
0: isn't that the one where they disappear and come back and they're the same age and it's been like 30 years
1: Oh okay yeah yeah what's the new show called
0: There's a new one
1: There's I don't know I forget I'm I'm getting this mixed up but like the one you're talking about I watched the pilot and it was so good that I watched the whole first season in one night I thought it was good Yeah we're like people throughout time every, anybody who's been abducted basically by aliens 6400 Something like that, twenty four hundred, right?
0: I don't know.
2: Yeah, isn't that that's a Spielberg project? I think. What? I thought Spielberg did that. But, but everyone that
1: all these people that were missing throughout time, they basically all showed up on this lake. They all like appeared. Yeah. On this lake, and then eventually they get superpowers.
0: Okay, cool.
1: It, it was pretty good, but but then the other show, The Hundred, it's like these get Earth nuclear fallout. They were surviving in space. And then they send a hundred kids. Oh. They, everyone that's in prison, they send them back to Earth. Yeah,
0: I, I don't know. People keep telling me to watch that. I watched like the first couple episodes, and I was like, I don't. This is too YA for me. Like, I don't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the forty four hundred is forty four hundred. Yeah, that
1: one I watched the whole. I was like, I kept watching it. Watch, and then all of a sudden it was like six in the morning. I was like, oh fuck. Okay, the,
0: you heard it here probably twelfth. Watch the 4,400, that show that came out 10 years ago. Yeah.
2: Only on Netflix or Hulu or whatever the fuck it was on.
1: What about uh, mind control? Do you believe mind control is, po- is possible?
2: Like through computers?
1: I mean, this one or we're going to have to break mind control down. One of them's going to have to be, do you think someone can take control of someone's mind psychically? And then the other one is... Like
0: Jessica Jonesville and Doctor Who.
1: I don't
2: think so. I think there is just really manipulative people who can get people to do what they want.
0: And then what
1: about uh, mind control via electronic signals being sent out? Uh, your diet uh, affecting your your brain's ability to not be controlled.
2: You mean you like canceling out fluoride, basically?
1: Yeah, like fluoride in the water. Like, like okay, like here is the chemtrails. Do they count? I, I don't know. I don't want to quantify that because chemtrails is is could be so many things that it's like uh, I think the, the one I subscribe to I is they
0: could be that. I'm not saying yeah, we need yeah. to define e- what chemtrails extra, are. I'm giving extra chemicals in like... the
1: air. Yeah,
2: I, I'm. I get kind of new agey and stuff. That I believe in the placebo effect. I guess where it's like if you believe something's working, it can have a minimal effect on, well, on stuff
1: like that. I need to I need to define this more cuz like the freedom freedom of information act uh, uh allowed these MK ultra documents I know that they basically scrubbed most of them but um there was this document of the chemicals they were using to control people's minds and a lot of the ingredients were like already in uh uh big comp, you know big food companies ingredients
0: ingredients like Cheese. <laughs> All right. And iron.
2: Well, the cows eat the grass that has something in the fertilizer. Oh, maybe.
0: Yeah. Maybe it has to go through a cow.
2: Yeah. Then it's processed and it creates a chemical reaction. Right. That counteracts. They're using
0: cows as science beakers. Yeah. Fla- flange. Flange. Flangers. What am I looking for here?
2: Flangers? That's a like the guitar pedal
0: thing. No. What is that one beaker that's like. It doesn't matter. Why are we still talking about
1: this? No, <laughs> oh, that's a, it's a uh, part of the new uh Right,
0: but we didn't we, What's
2: the, what's the actual question?
1: Mind control.
2: I don't believe in like so I, I believe in really I was trying people. to break it
1: down into two different. Yeah. Cuz like
0: No, all right. What's the next one?
1: Uh advanced ancient civilizations.
0: <sighs> Meaning what? Like, uh, Atlantis, l- let's say Atlantis. Yeah. Stuff
2: like, like they had computers back then, but they worked with light and magic and crystals and stuff.
0: <laughs> you said um, magic too.
2: <laughs> right. No, I don't, I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I believe that. I think that they figured some things out. Maybe like, but it'd be stuff like water filtration. It wouldn't be like, I
0: mean, computers. we already know what he is. He's like a four or a three. Oh, I know.
2: I know. I was just curious what the new test was. And then the other one
1: oh. was uh parallel dimensions.
2: Um, there's scientific evidence that points to that. Yeah, I, I believe in the parallel dimension.
1: That's all you need is a little bit of scientific
0: evidence. What's it? That's all you need. All you little... need is an internet article. Well, no, it's, all no, no, the, no. it's all
2: theoretical physics. I mean, there's actual physics that have studied this. And, um, like there's experiments with like lasers that they shoot that they're supposed to go one way or the other, but they go in both directions. I, I, I'm not, I'm going to butcher that. Yeah. The
0: yeah. Probably because I didn't adjust the flange. Or...
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh but there's there's some things that are pointing in that what
0: direction. What about a multiverse?
2: Somewhat with subtle variations. Wait,
0: how is a multiverse different than parallel dimensions? Yeah. Uh multiverse is isn't like every
1: version that it uh to me multiverse is there are um different universes overlapping each other but it's not like all filled with the same people it's just different universes uh-huh not uh, and
0: parallel dimensions are the same people to uh, as far as well, I don't know i mean there's different
1: there're two different definitions i th- there's probably more but one of them being
0: parallel dimensions well dimension. it's all made up so you could say whatever you want <laughs>
1: it's all theoretical not made up
0: eh, <laughs> made up just like god
2: <laughs> well god i believe
0: in Oh, let's take a step back. What, what
1: does a smile look like?
0: <laughs> like God? <laughs> like everything in like, love. Like a baby smile. A smile looks like a baby smile? <laughs> God smile. I'm trying to come up with a parallel of God's smile. It looks like a rainbow after it. A- Turned upside down. <laughs> Turn that rainbow upside down and you got a God smile.
2: <laughs> a rainbow kissed by the sun.
1: Wouldn't you be? Wouldn't you be really upset if, if God showed up and he had a flavor saver?
0: <laughs> What's a flavor? Why would oh, I oh, are you the, mad? The, the
1: facial hair
3: thing. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Whoa, dude. <laughs> Whoa, God's a douchebag. <laughs> and Guy Fieri is like. He loves Guy Fieri. <laughs> yeah,
2: that would kind of make me mad. I well, guess. it would
0: explain Guy Fieri's career, right?
4: <laughs>
2: it does explain why he's still alive, though. Because Guy Fieri should be dead by now.
0: Because of all the shit he eats. Yeah. Well, maybe. Probably. Well, it shows you how uh, magnificent the the human
1: computer is. That like you could actually eat shit, and and it's
0: it's it still works.
1: It's <laughs> yeah. very true.
0: Right. It works, but then you get heart disease and die.
2: <laughs> it works for a time. It's like it's like putting gum in a, you know, in a pasta machine. maker.
0: What's that? Pasta maker? Sure. I don't yeah. Know. I'm it's trying like, to think gum- of what no, your that's, analogy that's, would be. That's
2: where I was going though. Like, go, <laughs> like it, it'll process it, but after a while, it'll just gum up. You know.
0: It'll gum up the works. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about our topic, which is
1: uh, today we are talking about. Um, basically quotes from astronauts that relate to ufo's cuz the, the the idea to me is that if if there was someone out there that you would have to say is credible um because most most astronauts are ha- are either you know militarily trained or they have like physics or engineering degrees like the, whatever but they've it's like You have, they're smart, smarter than average human, and they've also uh, are great at noticing details because they've had either military training or, you know, if you're a test pilot.
0: I think what you're saying is they have the right stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, they are. They're generally smart. They're either pilots or they're, like, doctors.
1: And they've been to areas where,
0: where, where,
3: you, you, Astronauts UFOs only we're talking about
0: yeah yeah okay we're talking not these pilots who technically travel through space because the plane can go oh, so high
3: well
1: i don't know i mean like like i guess i guess that counts too like well like john glenn for example he was an astronaut but on his you know his first he was the third man in space uh-huh and on his flight have you seen the right stuff no Oh, have you seen it?
2: Like, in 1982, when my parents had it on HBO. It's
1: actually a really fucking... I'm I'm, sure it is. I I, I, I bet it is. Um, uh, So, on his first flight, he...
0: That's funny. It's a joke in Armageddon. They're all walking up because they're all oil drillers and shit. And the pilot goes, talk about the wrong stuff. But it's like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the way that it no the way that it's in there is great because they don't make a point. He just kind of says it. But they also like,
1: oh, nice. but also I think that it's was set up line. that was set up visually because that count well, probably that, that comes up after you know the slow motion scene of all them walking right. That's that was taken from the right stuff. That's a slow motion scene of all sure. of them oh, sure. walking. In yeah. yeah. So yeah, that was, it was it was set up visually. So it's bigger than just a throwaway line. I mean, you
0: know, insane. They set it up. It was well. It was well done. Is what I'm saying. Uh, yes. It wasn't the end of a scene. It wasn't like, you know, it wasn't a punchline kind of thing.
1: Uh, Fucking John Glenn, I, he was also the oldest man to go into space, which right. is ridiculous. I
2: remember when that... He was a sitting senator, I think, when that happened. Yeah,
1: and he was like, what, 77 or something like that? To go into space at that age? That's nutso. Going
2: into space has to be super intense.
1: Yeah, I mean, you, you picture... You know, if you know, because I'm not from, I've never seen a space shuttle take off. But if you've ever talked to anybody who's been around a space shuttle taking off, they're like, oh, it's fucking loud. And it you feel it. It feels like an earthquake. It sounds like an earthquake. It's just the, the whole ground shakes. It's like the whole peninsula shakes when a fucking space shuttle rocket takes <laughs> off.
2: I bet it's really hot,
1: too. Yeah,
0: but those people are on the outside, Willie. And you and you, It's not like that in there. But you picture
1: you picture like the fastest roller coaster you've been in. Like the one at Disneyland where it's magnetic and it starts off real all of a sudden you're like going real fast. I'm just saying, Space G- Mountain? Oh, the G-force, one for
0: Okay. Well, sure. But like <laughs> Just it's like, just like
1: Space Mountain. It's if, really fun. If you're 77, man, you're, you're v- blood your blood vessels bones are, are just fucking... Well, but you're
0: out. also completely enclosed in a thing. I mean, like, the G-forces on a plane are much more than any roller coaster you've ever been on, but, like, you don't experience them because you're, like, in a enclosed thing, right? Like, roller coasters are set up to, like, enhance that. I, well, I don't know if a I think plane... gravity
2: plays a role, too, if you're sitting... Like ninety degrees.
0: No, gravity doesn't play a role. Gravity doesn't exist, according to Willie.
1: No, no, no. That, That's a whole it, other it is, it podcast. Is a, this is a different definition. We we don't have
0: it. All right, all right. I'm just. Listening. I got Gravity I gotta does not to, exist, though. No, no, gravity does not play a role. So uh, I'll
1: just I'll just read his his. We'll read his transcript.
0: I'm just saying, you've said two things. I didn't call you on the first one. The first one was going to outer space must be intense. Yeah. And the second is gravity plays a role. <laughs> I just feel like these are things that These need are controversial be
2: statements. <laughs> um, some people don't believe in gravity. Some people don't believe that the <laughs> right. Earth okay. is, is All right. round. All right. And- you know, going into space, you know, it's, it's, it, it, you know, some people might think it's no big deal. So what did
0: John Glenn say? Did he have it, or are you just using him as an example? Oh, I'm I'm just going to read
1: his radio transcript of him going into space. And then, and, and then we'll say what, what, what NASA said it was. And then just tell me what you think about this situation. Cause I, well, whatever, uh, this is friendship seven. I'll try to describe what I'm in here. I'm in a big mass of some very small particles that are brilliantly lit up, like they're luminescent. I never saw anything like it. They round a little they're round a little they're coming by the capsule and they look like little stars, a whole shower of them coming by. They swirl around the capsule and go in front of the window and they're all brilliantly brilliantly lighted. They probably average maybe seven or eight feet apart, but I can also see them down below me also. And Capcom says, Roger, Friendship 7, can you hear any impact with the capsule? Over, negative, negative, they're very slow. They're not going away from me more than maybe three or four miles per hour away from him. You know, you know. They're going at the same speed I am approximately. They're only very slightly under my speed. Over. They do, they do, however, have different motion, though. For me, they begin, they swirl, because they swirl around the capsule, and then they depart back the way I am looking. It took Glenn nearly five hours to circle the globe three times, splashing down safely into the Atlantic Ocean near the Bermuda. Later, when Glenn's colleague Scott Carpenter made the same trip, whenever he also, he also saw the fireflies, NASA scientists deduced they were really just illuminated frost flakes that had accumulated on the outside of the capsule as it burst out of the Earth's grasp and began to fall away, looking like what could be fireflies to the untrained human eye. Carpenter was able to tap the walls of the capsule and make the flakes float off. Whatever. I just wanted to bring this one up because
0: that's what I was going to say. I am as smart as NASA. <laughs> I was going to say that exact thing.
1: Yeah. There. Uh, supposedly the heat shield was was basically melting, and the, you know they were going like, let me look at how fast that he was. Well, going. keep in mind you're also like going into 17, space, seventeen thousand miles per hour. So his yeah. his heat shield was disintegrating.
2: Well, if you think about the physics involved and the fact that also you're seeing the sun, not filtered through a any kind of atmosphere, I could see the light catching something like that and giving it giving it a unique effect that you could perceive as fireflies or, you know, and also you're moving so fast that I could see how the swirling motion would be created by the aerodynamics or lack thereof. I don't know. Yeah. I, I kind of buy the, the the theoretical NASA. Invested, uh, their, their I buy their their line.
0: Yeah, yeah. So do I. I, and I wanted to ask this because I've never looked it up, and I've always wondered. And maybe I'm being revealed as a huge indie, idiot right now. But what is what is the Northern Lights? What is Aurora Borealis? Is that just <laughs> stupid? We is that just the way that the light is refracting against the atmosphere? No, it has at, nothing to do with light.
1: It is it it, it is particles from the sun hitting our magnetic field, and so it's actually and then those things react to um um
0: it's like it's like ionized particles, but then why can you always, why can you only see it like in the northern hemisphere i I think that there is that there are southern lights,
1: but uh nobody lives down there you know like a but
0: well but either either way, I'm saying like why is it not? like globally like why is it only at like the apexes um are the way that our magnetic field
1: uh uh, spreads out you know i I think it's because it is so focused like have you ever thrown graphite onto a magnet
0: all the time yeah i fucking love it it's so
1: great and you see you guys
0: want to get my magnet graphite kit out (laughs) Hell yeah
1: you have you done that though uh, no, I don't think so. Oh fuck. I used to play with graphite all the time. <laughs> but when you throw it onto a magnet, you then see the lines of, of This
0: is the beard guy, right? Yeah. This is just the the Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So so that toy. I don't know if that beard guy is gonna wo- woolly willy Yeah, woolly Willy. You could draw his beard on using graphite and magnets.
1: And I always get one of those and I'm like I'm always disappointed by how little graphite you get actually.
0: Yeah, is graphite Probably expensive or something. It's not. They're just making money. It's just cheap. Like
1: it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a
2: cheap, cheap toy, too. Is it? Yeah.
1: I used to have uh, graphite pencils to do drafting with and uh, all the shavings to make it sharp. You had an unlimited supply of graphite. Anyways, uh, uh, so what's, th- that's what's weird about...
0: But couldn't it be something like that, is what I'm saying? Like some sort of like, Aurora Borealis... Oh, oh.
1: Yeah yeah I mean I mean the thing is when um you know for a long time a lot of people thought take this as a UFO experience you know and that these things were flying around him and I know right. that, like you know also let, let's just say I I know I, I I think that it probably is the heat shield melting also that's kind of what I yeah. believe but let's say that there were UFOs following him around um he I feel like he would have described it the same way, meaning he he would be not be so revealing in saying talking about it. Also, well, let me ask you. Th- well, let me let me just say this. Then this is me. I'm in my mind, and I'm not explaining things. I I think that astronauts. I believe in aliens. I believe Roswell really happened, and that that, that there were. Aliens that were recovered in a craft, and it was a cover up so I think that astronauts going into space get debriefed by getting the information that like hey there's aliens so so that when they get out there, they're not just gonna lose their shit uh-huh I think that they're debriefed about aliens before they go into space okay. and and there is an astronaut who also supports that um And he, what? Hold on, no, I haven't even gotten. That I
2: think yet. that there's also probably a lot of stuff that they don't fully understand yet, and that to comment publicly on it, without really knowing what it is, just makes them look bad too.
1: Yeah, because you know what's well What there are, I I didn't get these because I just didn't. I kind of you know when you start searching something, you don't go down. You just go into your own rabbit hole. There are some quotes from from space missions that like, oh, there's a bogey over there. Stuff like that, okay. Where they're like, explain UFOs that they see, and then it just kind of. I, I I wish I would have gotten all those. I've got some other ones. Though. I
2: mean, there's things in the ocean that look weird that we don't fully understand. Well, yeah, and, and I think discovered.
1: That, I think that there that you know that there could be things there's existing. There's things in this apartment that I can't fully explain. <laughs> I, I believe that there's that there could be aliens in the upper atmosphere. Uh, not aliens. There are creatures in the upper atmosphere that that we haven't seen or like can't Like microorganisms
0: or, or like actual midi- midi-chlorians? I think there could be bigger bigger could things. Could be midi If you go to space, do you become a Jedi? Has uh, has atmospheric midi chlorians? New Armstrong developed force powers.
2: Well, they have to use the They're... force to get into space.
1: No, the G force. No. What?
0: Oh, is that the force? The G, yeah the
1: g-force
2: that's the dumbest
0: fucking joke i only know about the g-spot if you know what i'm saying yeah and
1: that's strong that's a strong force
0: all right well if you don't have those quotes what other quotes do you have um okay let's and how how high was this guy and what is space uh, <laughs> he could
2: have also been losing oxygen to his brain and all right just he's hallucinating
0: stars. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I you know, if well, I turn my he, head too fast, I'll see stars. He yeah. describes them coming,
1: going away from the way that he's problem. looking, and I don't know if he was, I don't know if in his rocket if he was looking backwards or looking forwards because that that's the weird that's the also, weird thing how did about he that see quote. Beneath him,
0: I want to know what this rocket oh, ship looks you like. You know
1: what? It, he had he, to be looking out the back because because you were not looking out the front. There wasn't a window at the front. It was either on the side. It was probably on the side, but he's saying that they were going away from the way he was looking.
2: So if he's looking at the back, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, but I but I also don't think he was looking at the back. But if he was looking at the side, that also makes sense because they're just kind of falling off of the ship.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I mean, in in the defense of anything weird, is that like, well, I'm sure he would understand what parts of his craft burning up would look like.
0: Mm. But he was like the third guy in space, so how would he?
1: Well, I mean, picture like a barbecue grill, like when you when you hit it real hard and you see all the embers going off. I mean, like uh-huh. if it, yeah, if if something was burning up, that's
0: that is some. Yeah, that, but some some kid in some kid in some third world country doesn't know what that is, right? But this is a. This yeah, but we've a, only been <laughs> to space two twice before this. Yeah, so this we're a little more This is the third time someone has hit a grill. I've looked at it. But
1: he's also, you know, what I, I don't know his I don't know his
0: uh education, but I but like No, but don't you understand my point? Like, no, yeah, I, I do. He's but, never even seen a grill before. <laughs> so but, you smack a grill and that happens. Like you've seen that. You know from experience what causes that.
2: You know, it's like Irish people saw fireflies and thought they were fairies, you know, and the
0: Right. Those dumb <laughs> Irish motherfuckers. <laughs>
2: in the 1200s or whatever. And I still believe that.
0: These <laughs> stupid Irish people. Oh, look at the little fairy over there. Oh, make a wish. I wish for more beer. I'm I'm Irish. It's okay. I did 21 and me or whatever.
2: I did mine and I I just found out I'm like the whitest person ever. I think
0: every white person basically finds that out.
2: Yeah, I'm like Like what were you expecting? German and English, Irish, Scottish, whatever?
0: Mine has a big gap around, I don't, I'm still unsure about what you call Great Britain. Sure. But I'm not like, you know that main island where like London is and all yeah. that stuff? I'm none of that. I'm just like Scotland, Ireland, and then like some some uh, French and fucking whatever. It's, yeah, it's just to... weird that I have a huge gap like my ancestry does not go to that island huh so that's I why like I'm, an, I, I'm now an ira out. donator
1: sounds like in incestry if you're just staying on one island <laughs> no
0: we're that's the point
1: we're not <laughs> we skipped that island <laughs> um okay so here is oh i should look up sorry one second um This guy, uh, Scott, Scott Carpenter, he was an American naval officer. Um, whoa. He was born in Boulder and died in Denver. Hmm. Um,
2: Interesting. He was a
1: test pilot. He was an aviator. He was an aeronautical engineer. He was an astronaut and an aquanaut. He was one of the original seven astronauts selected for NASA's Project Mercury in 1959. Um, here, here's a quote that he said. Uh, years after getting out of NASA and stuff, at no time when the astronauts were in space were they alone. There was a constant surveillance by UFOs. What do you think about that quote?
0: I don't know. It's interesting. What do you think? What, did NASA say anything about it?
1: Well, you know, this one, this
0: particular one, I just
1: have this quote by itself. But I, you know, it. I do have a couple NASA quotes where it's like, "Oh, this is suspect." Well, I'll just get to that right.
0: The NASA quotes are, but you, but you would believe them to be suspect because you don't want to believe them.
1: Well, uh, here, wait. Let me let me find the one. Hold on. Um, because and yes, you you are right about that. But when it's kind of crazy, okay, okay. Here we go. Joseph A. Walker. He was a World War II pilot and a NASA test pilot. He was one of the first astronauts to report a UFO. In 1960, he was an X-15 test pilot. This thing went, you know, fucking 5,000 miles per hour, 100,000 mile altitude. So it was like the highest, fastest plane at the time. And he didn't have like, his instruments were, weren't were all automatic, you know. Um, he was basically the first to go basically into space and then come back and land. I don't know if Uh he actually went into space. I think he went up to the upper atmosphere, close to the. Anyways, he uh, was the
2: first one that came back alive. Yeah. Yeah. After the monkeys that we sacrificed. And
1: that was Russia. Oh, right. They sent so many dogs into into space. space Yeah, so many. Why would you send a dog?
2: I don't know, but there's a statue for the dog.
1: Well, but that's funny. There's a statue for the dog, but they sent a lot of dogs.
2: Well, there's one famous dog that they really revere.
1: Did you ever hear about that they... Could they
0: not get a monkey?
1: Why would you send a dog? Well, think of how much cheaper it is for a dog. There's dogs (laughs) everywhere. I mean, this is the
2: Soviet Union. They didn't give a fuck about life. Plus,
1: I think it's easier to train a dog
0: to... Hit buttons? I don't know. I didn't have to hit anything. (laughs) But, uh, you know, what's weird is uh, Shake. Shake. No, shake to your right. Fuck. He hit the explosion (laughs) button again.
1: No, no no yeah they have a little Pavlov thing, container just releasing treats the whole trip right the
2: the story of that dog is really sad like they took the I remember there's like a story of like an astronaut that like or or someone in the space and They're like he took the dog home to his family and it played with his kids and he like knew it was like the dog's last day <laughs> like on earth yeah. and is never coming back oh. and like everybody like showered the dog with love and affection. So you can just
0: tell they weren't taking it seriously if the dog is allowed to just go to some guy's house. <laughs> uh, like, I what, don't know. But what is the scientific purpose of that? <laughs> just to send any living thing? Why wouldn't they just use canaries I, like the coal miners? I think
1: because of their circulatory system. It's like you have to you have to try to find an animal that's close to that you, us. That like brings G-forces oxygen, and maybe? Oxygen and, yeah. and,
0: you, and you're launching rockets into space, but you can't get a monkey. You just... You won't spare that expense. Well, I feel like the danger is... I mean, this is just me guessing, is that the monkey's
1: going to hit some buttons he's not supposed to hit. I'm sure that they could... Put a fucking thing over it. But If those know. buttons don't need I to know. be
0: hit, then they shouldn't be there. That's well, uh, that,
1: Laika was the dog's name. Have you heard... Have you listened to... Suppo- I mean, s- supposedly, the Russians sent the first woman into space, <laughs> and she died, and there's a recording of her dying? Uh-huh. What? yeah like I've listened to it a bunch of times i mean it it sounds like a girl is dying. I don't think somebody could i don't think somebody acted that out, but if they did it's a it's
0: a great uh come on someone could totally act that out well I know, but like
2: okay according to Wikipedia, dogs were the preferred animal because they were suited to endure long periods of inactivity
0: dogs <laughs> yeah get a cat. <laughs> That's too sad. Cats are way better. Dogs are smart. Dogs are at least a little bit
2: more intelligent and they can process. What's going on?
1: A Dog could go across the country and not notice.
0: No, a cat could. A dog would be the whole time going like, "What are we doing? What are we doing?" I know the dog would be like, "Oh, uh, where are we going? Where are we going?" "I gotta pee. I gotta pee." Yeah, I don't get that at all. That doesn't make sense. A hamster could do that.
1: Maybe Russian Russians are so mean to their dogs
0: that. uh, the, they the, beat them into the, submission yeah. and they think that they're well, very passive. I don't even mean to say Russians, but they, they,
1: you know, have you ever no, met fuck Russians. Have you ever met a can hunter? We
0: Russians. We're at war with them right now. We don't <laughs> even know it.
1: Have you ever met a met a hunter who had a hunting dog?
0: Uh no. They treat those dogs
1: <laughs> some like some backwoods like slaves. Hunter. Like a weird thing where it's like they keep them in cages outside of the house. Uh-huh. And they visit them every day. Who is this? This this doesn't seem I have a friend in in Nebraska who's had five generations of dogs that always would go hunting with him. Okay. And and so, you know, he had one of those dogs that would go retrieve the the ducks or fowl that he would or go. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. And so I was talking to him, well, it was his dad, but I was talking to this kid about hunting dogs He's like, yeah, this is how you this is how you create a hunting dog. You keep them in a cage like outside and then you you Basically, give them a job, right? And so you let them do their job every day, and that's it. You don't like you don't like play with them. All it's, business, no it's love. All business, so that when they when they come out, all they do is their job.
0: That sounds pretty serious. I feel like yeah. that guy was an asshole.
1: Yeah, I mean, sure. I know. I know. That that sounds really have, shitty. I know. I know. But I picture I mean,
0: golden retrievers are called retrievers because they <laughs> innately want to bring that thing back to you. You don't have to put them in a cage when they're not bringing something back to you.
1: I know. And the well, the other side of it is, you know, like the dog's got to be very quiet while you're sneaking up on a patch, you know, so like you yeah. can't like I'm not saying golden retrievers run around barking and shit and, or that they're capable of not capable of being quiet. But
0: I'm sure you could like back that whatever he said, but like it sounds cruel. <laughs>
1: Uh, let me tell this. Let me tell this real quick, depressing story that my brother told me that makes me laugh, but it's so sad. My uncle had had two dogs, right? One of them was on the navy ship with him. My uncle was on the navy ship with my dad.
0: You can take dogs on a navy ship.
1: They had one, and it was very. It was fucking so obedient, dude. That like it would do whatever you said. We we'd go rattlesnake hunting with this dog, me and my brother, and this dog, and we fucking kill snakes all day.
0: The dog that was on the naval ship. Yeah. Was his name Sailor?
1: No, it was Grady.
0: Grady?
1: Yeah. And my uncle, this dog had lived with his peacock for years. And my uncle's like, don't sick the dog on the peacock. Because if you'd say, sick him, Grady, he'd attack whatever you said. Mm-hmm. Don't sick the dog on the peacock, my well, uncle. I already know the end of this yeah. story. My uncle walks away, and my brother's like, sick him. And the dog ate, fucking killed that peacock. And peacocks are fucking expensive. Anyways, we, I got Were spanked. You there? Yeah, it was me and my brother. We both...
0: Well, that must have been horrific to we, watch. Yeah,
1: we, there were feathers all around the house, oh and the peacock ended up on the house and what like died up there. the fuck is wrong there. with your brother? Well, here's <laughs> the weird thing too. Okay, so so he we got they got a second dog. Well, um, oh, first off, my uncle spanked us both really hard. And it was weird to get a spanking from an uncle with that him. It was is like very a, weird. A farmer with it was really <laughs> strong. <laughs> uh,
2: that's that, uh, something. But uh, really uh, why did you that? get
0: a spanking? You didn't do anything. Well, I'm
1: you know I'm guilty too. I was there. But uh, uh, I mean, it's I don't. Not- I don't agree, but that's just how it is. Um, so <laughs> my they got another dog, right? And it was it was a stupid fucking dog, and it was eating all the chicken eggs. But my uncle still loved the fucking dog, but my aunt hated the dog. So my aunt told my brother, "Go get the shotgun and kill that dog. Fuck don't that. tell your uncle." He goes out. He cooks. He finds a giant steak in the fridge and cooks it up. It's like gonna give the dog his last meal walks out gives gives the dog this fucking giant steak and the dog knows something's up you know like he's like not eating he's like looking at my brother and then my brother pulls out the gun and the dog takes off running and he shoots the dog but it took off what the fuck and so they couldn't find the dog for a couple of days they find him a couple of days later and he's alive and just bleeding in, the, in yeah. some barn you know some little barn shack or something so he finishes him off but
0: <laughs> oh, dude like these aren't normal stories i know, I know <laughs> this is dude wow this is so, fucking weird <laughs> but uh I so was i can always,
2: psychoanalyze willie now uh, but
1: my but my my aunt was pissed because my brother wanted to give the dog this steak but yeah I, well maybe
0: your aunt should have fucking like taken a therapy <laughs> class know, or something i mean dude. like she just wants this dog dead why because yeah. it would eat eggs yeah put a lock on the fucking I know. Yeah,
2: it's on you. They're animals. I mean, what
1: the fuck?
0: That's crazy. But I. But like, I. I was. I I always. It's a very sad (laughs) story. I can't imagine. I always laugh at him giving him his last meal. Also, is your brother? Is your brother now a fucking psychopath? No, he's He's an executioner. He he killed a he killed a uh, what's the NBC logo? Peacock. Peacock. He killed a peacock and a fucking. (laughs) He shot a dog. Like with no remorse? Uh, I don't. I don't. I'm. I don't know. I mean, like, what old y'all are Like you love that dog, yeah. and you Shoot it because it's good, and it's still hard to do. You don't just shoot a dog. <laughs> What's the where the red fern grows or yeah, whatever? Like, yeah. holy shit, that book made me cry my eyes uh, out. No, There's a very too.
2: like materialistic just, aspect too going on where he's like, the only sympathy he can give him is like a steak. He can give him a thing.
0: At least to he ease the did panic. that. I mean, that's something. But Jesus. I, <laughs> if if someone told me to kill a dog. But it seems very
2: utilitarian. It's like, I got to give the dog the steak so he's <laughs> pacified. I would be
0: crying my eyes out giving yeah, the dog a I, steak I and, do and thinking that it's his last meal. I, these, that story is disturbing.
1: Right. Well, what's great, though, is that like. He has a kid now, and I, and and like I was so I couldn't believe so how I much went love to he him had. And I for said, this kid. "I don't
0: like your kid. Will you shoot it with a shotgun?" <laughs> he would do it. <laughs> <laughs> sure. All right. <laughs> Hold
2: on. What, what, let's get him a toy. Why let's, wouldn't let's... they just
0: get that first dog and say sick him to that second dog, and then you could be like, "Oh, he yeah, I don't know, he lost yeah, his I shit.
1: He was definitely young, but you know, old enough. But I was like, I, yeah, I was always weirded out by." uh you know, also when you're in, when when you have an older relative telling you what to do, I th- I'm not trying to give excuse to, you know. I'm like,
0: not trying. I'm also not trying. Like, there's more at play here than him just like killing animals. <laughs> but, like, there's something happening here. But, but I but,
1: think like, about that story all the fucking time. I'm glad I wasn't there.
2: Sad dog stories with Wade and <laughs> <laughs>
3: Willie. Uh, by the God. way,
2: uh, Leica, the Russian dog, it was a stray. So.
0: That's fine. Oh, so They'll they just sent. They gave it a mission. Space. Yeah. I don't understand that.
1: <clears throat> so, anyway, uh, back to Joseph Walker. Um, he claimed when he was up there do- testing this X 15 in 1960, he claimed that one of his tasks also was to detect UFOs.
0: Wait, before we go on, I still want my question answered. What is space? Like, how far up is space, and where are these guys? Are they just on the very edge of... Do they just barely make it, and then they're like, okay. Is it like that Elon Musk thing where you can like just barely get into space and then come back down?
1: Well, technically, space is outside of... The atmosphere. Of our atmosphere, yes. Right, So, so... but what's weird is that like the, the 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 area just above our atmosphere too is still within our magnetic field. Well, there's but,
0: like the stratosphere, and I don't know any of those things.
2: Uh, exosphere, I think, is the uh,
0: I used
1: to Damn it.
2: Furthers that.: All right,
0: so all right, so so when I say
1: that he almost went into space, I think that he went high enough to where he didn't have to fly through that heat atmosphere, you know he didn't have to go through the the hard part. Okay. But he was, like, up there.
0: That barely counts as space to me. But, but the thing is, that up there, it's <laughs> so fucking cold. And the altitude and, like, every... But it just seems like... If we're talking about, like, UFO sightings in the f- 60s and 50, early, late 50s, we're just talking about, like, our upper sky. I mean, we're talking about barely, barely space. Right? We're not talking, like challenger missions yeah or is challenger the only one that blew up what Apollo? Uh, discovery Discovery.
1: or no no is it discovery you're right right. didn't
2: what's the one that's in la uh i think it is discovery that blew up endeavor is the one in la it's in la and it blew up discovery yeah
1: no the endeavor uh, it was this the shuttle that they commemorated because the space shuttle program ended and they it's in
0: the
3: uh, the one they drove through the town yeah yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh right
2: Endeavor's okay. the one he can see.
0: Sorry, you know? so go on with your thing. I'm just um, trying to trying to picture this. So supposedly he filmed
1: five objects in nineteen sixty two uh that he couldn't explain. Um
0: Wait, he filmed them like from the did he have like a fucking eight or something? Yeah, um, I don't know
1: what he had, but, but back, you know, they did a lot of filming back then, and I, I'm sure he had film, yeah. I'm sure he had
0: a, a film camera. It's all that,
1: pretty well documented.
0: But uh, uh, but I'm saying from the when he was in space.
1: No, uh, hold on. My, my notes are kind of fucked up. In 1962, he filmed five objects that he couldn't explain. Uh, I didn't write where he was. Fuck. Anyways, let's just continue. I wrote down, NASA said that... Uh, that there was basically he was up so high that the frozen fuel ice was breaking off and floating next to him. Right. So I kind of the same. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, uh, he, he rebutted, rebutted, whatever saying that like, Oh, well, you know, that the ice wouldn't, uh, going at that speed, ice falling off, wouldn't stay in the air next to you.
0: Uh-huh. What about inertia? I I mean, it's... I
1: I think it, traveling at that speed, if something breaks off, it, it, it can't keep up with you, especially at super high speeds.
0: I don't know if it would keep up, but it seems like it would be able to hover with you for a little bit, right? Like, you see those people... Uh on the uh on that superman ride and their necklace like will hover in front of them <laughs>
1: maybe maybe yeah. the ice is so light that it gets caught up and but i just feel like it's going so fast that there isn't there aren't little wind turbulences is this later
0: like than the previous one that we spoke about
1: this one's 2 years later
2: in order for the ice to go with it it would have to break off and somehow be launched forward
1: oh well, but wait a minute he 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 claimed that his task was to look for UFOs. so he filmed these objects they gave him a rebuttal and they kept the footage, you know.
0: And then, I'm sorry, what did he say that they were? He just said five objects? He said he
1: filmed five objects that he could not explain.
0: Okay. And they could be the same thing as that as that last one we talked about. No,
1: no, no, because there was no... I mean, that was heat shield because they had to go through the atmosphere. Oh, so they that didn't w- go through. No. So that was the heat shield, like, f- f- whatever that material is, like, flaking away. The, and they're telling him that, like the 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 you know when you get up to those altitudes what's weird is like if you take like the 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 blackbird for example the blackbird leaks fuel just sitting there because when you get up into the when you get up so high the metal like shrinks yeah because it it gets cold right and so the (laughs) the blackbird leaks fuel because they had to make it so that it could fly for a long time so mm-hmm. the whole thing shrinks and then and then so it, i don't know it's just fucking crazy to me that this fucking the this fucking high tech jet was made to leak fuel because when you fly it all shrinks so like yeah. the expansion of that metal is so crazy to me
0: do you think that like okay i have an explanation for all of this um we live in a computer simulation and like they didn't expect us you know how you when you're moving too fast in a video game and it it hasn't loaded yet yeah and it sort of loads in front of you the people who made this computer simulation are like oh fuck fuck they're already in space and so it's like kind of loading in a weird way and there's like glitches and stuff and they're like oh we got to get on and
2: space is so big the space zone that like it's got a lot of data that it has to... Well, it wasn't
0: it. at that time. That's what I'm saying. Like, we were reaching the end of it, and they're like, fuck, we have to expand this. Yeah. yeah. It's like, we don't have... We need to, <laughs> we need
1: expansion slots for memory because they're hitting it. Yeah, we got to
0: up our RAM.
2: There's coders that are programming as you're moving. <laughs>
0: I mean, it would be simpler. I think about that shit all the time. Like,
1: like it makes sense that, that everywhere you look you find stuff no matter how big or no matter how small whatever Everywhere our technology you look, you is stuff. well just meaning that like the extent of your technology it's like we our technology will never reach the reality because as small as you can look in video games no 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 in real life like like oh there's something smaller than a quark oh there's something smaller than a it's like oh when our technology right. increases we still find things to look at and it's like maybe that's what the program was. Cause I can't imagine, I, I can't wrap my head around infinitely small, infinitely large.
2: Well, think about, I mean, the more we've accumulated knowledge, the more there's been like an increase of momentum every time we've, we've learned something new. So like what you think is fast now, developmental wise, it would be like a thousand times faster. Like it, let's say AI takes over and AI starts figuring things out and doing its own equations and figuring out the laws of the universe that would probably do five five hundred thousand years of progress in five minutes, compared to what we're able to do. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, but, but so I'm I am saying that I, I that, su- that helps support me. In my
1: up. sorry, It supports my mind that we are in a simulation, more of a simulation style existence, because their technology is is beating ours.
0: So here is my, my frustration. My frustration with you, Willie. Maybe. I don't know that it's possible to believe in aliens and UFOs and then also believe that we're in a simulation, because like, why would you complicate a simulation with like aliens and UFOs?
1: Well, I I actually here the, my my the thing is is
0: what's hard is creating definitions because to me simulation. Well, but let's not let's not like go there because that's not fun to talk about. I just mean like, why can't you? Why are you able to believe in everything when they often contradict each other? Cuz I think I think
1: a lot of the contradictions come from us. Like for example the word uh uh paradox like I I I think paradoxes come from us just not being able to contemplate what would really happen because we don't know the nat- the real nature of reality.
0: But to par- but when it, when are paradoxes in play? like when is that something that is relied upon well like, i don't think anyone goes like we could be in a simulation but it's probably a paradox
1: well no no i mean like just like with time travel the grandfather paradox it's like it's like we we have one set of rules and you're going back in time and it's not a parallel dimension it's not a multiverse it's not it's it's nothing but us going back into time other than you know I think if you do go back in time it's probably well, but I'm closer not to even sliders. Talking about
0: going back in time or paradoxes, I'm just saying like
1: I'm just using paradox as a as a parallel because because here we are trying to explain space when the smartest people in the world are arguing over what dark matter is and and you know like we like we
0: can't even But th- those are but that but that's not those are all just like other things. I'm saying are there aliens, or do we do we live in a simulation?
2: I don't think they necessarily contradict each other. I mean, what if the programmer was an overachiever, and it was like, oh, I'm going to make multiple civilizations, and someday they're going to cross over?
1: Well, my difference is I don't believe that somebody's running the simulation.
2: I, I, well, I, there's... Well,
1: I mean, I'm can just saying... You call it
2: a god within the machine, or or maybe it's like, you know... It doesn't have to be a personification. Well, but he's saying
0: like the, that, that this
2: Q is running things. I don't know
0: that this this <laughs> simulation is its own AI and it's sort of like flying by the seat of its pants, right? Yeah that that
1: yeah. that 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 space is intelligent. Okay,
2: that, it's a seated algorithm that perpetually processes that, that, the universe. That
1: like that space could be alive, right? And so an alien is such a weird thing because... Well, are you familiar
2: with um, I I forget what it's called. It's kind of like solipsism where it's like every time we discover something, it's like it came from us, our imagination rather than it's actually out there. Like
0: we manifested it? Yeah, like
2: we manifested it, basically.
0: Mm, Like it doesn't exist until we see it. So like blue whales didn't exist until like people... Got on boats and decided yeah. that there was, like, a monster down there. It's very sure So they manifested, like, a blue whale.
2: Yeah.
1: Like, I, these astronauts it, are funny. seeing things
2: because they're not there my,
1: my initial response is, no fucking way. But then I'm like, <laughs> oh, the concept that I think things are created is, is very similar to that.
2: Right. I mean, the universe is ever-expanding, so... I mean, I'm one of those people that believes there's
0: still like reality at play, though, because I was looking at palm trees today and I was like, palm trees are one of the most sort of like unsatisfying tree because (laughs) they go really high up in the sky. But I just want them to be straight and they're never straight. They're always bent because of the rotation of the earth or the wind where they are because they're so tall that like they get affected by that. So. If we were to manifest palm trees, a perfect palm tree would be super straight.
2: Well, you wouldn't manifest perfection.
0: Well, all I'm saying is, Thanks. all I'm saying is, like, even if that's true, that we manifest these things, there are still outside forces involved.
1: Uh, And also, contradictory manifestations is is a weird thing. You know, like was it because an, a, a, enough people thought of it or is it just needed did it just need one person cuz i'm like i feel like there'd be more fucked up shit out there if it was really each each person could manifest things
0: well it's definitely not each person i think it would be like you know if like enough people believe in something then it manifests like if if the majority believes something
1: but then then vampires are here
0: I don't know if the majority believes that though. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you if you are in like, fucking what, 1200? and someone takes a boat out and they're like, "There's probably monsters out there," you're like, "Oh, there's monsters out there." You you don't have any reason not to believe that. But I think it's does more the manifestation.
1: Stop when you stop believing, because I feel like, what well, this is a weird question. Was there a time when more people believed in vampires than not? And throughout history.
0: No, because no, because one guy wrote about vampires.
1: Yeah.
2: I don't think it works so literally like that. I don't think it works so like you imagine something and it exists. I think you see something, you don't know what it is, you describe it. It's really something else, something that you didn't expect it to be, but it's it's not something that you can so literally pin on the nose. Well, but if
0: you saw it, then you didn't manifest it, though.
2: According to like the Schrodinger thing... Once you see it, it's not that you created it, it's that it manifested it, it's, it, it formed into existence based on what you saw, and what you saw isn't necessarily influenced by your own mind, but from an external force.
0: Uh, I don't believe that. <laughs> Whatever that theory is, I don't believe it. All right. If, all right If that were true, there would be weirder shit because of video games and movies. There's right? a
2: lot of weird shit though that that, that, that like we see as normal.
0: But there's no reason to manifest... Octopuses are fucking weird. But there's no reason to manifest, like, those deep sea creatures. Like the one with the light in front of the face? Yeah, the light and the jaws (laughs) and stuff like that. No one would have ever had to manifest that. Because we just went down there and saw it. I don't think anyone was like, there's definitely weird shit down there.
1: Yeah, especially, like, when it comes to, like, extremophiles, you know? Uh, uh, what are extremophiles? It's like things that that exist in extreme situations, like, like in in hot springs where the temperatures are like, you know, well over a hundred degrees Fahrenheit, whatever. Uh huh. They they'll they find things alive and thriving in that where they're like, they thought for sure nothing could survive there, but then uh-huh. there's all kinds of shit yeah. living in there. Like right. that that that's the crazy shit to me. And like you know, under the ice and like. That's why I think that there's probably organisms that survive in the upper atmosphere that, like, we don't even know how to see.
2: Well, I'm a big believer, like, if there is life on other planets, there could conceivably be life on, on Jupiter. You know, like, a gas giant could have its own different form of life. Might not even be a solid form of life, you know. Could be a, a, yeah a different type of cloud.
0: Oh, an elemental?
2: Yeah, an elemental, basically. An air elemental or whatever gas is on Jupiter. Yeah,
0: I mean, that's... That's I don't know methane elemental. If if they are. If they do exist, it just seems sort of harmless. Like
2: oh, totally, it's totally harmless.
0: Well, I think all I think all of it is I think and then all that theoretical stuff, right? It's like is there life on other planets? Okay, yeah. Let's right. say yes. Let's just say yes. Yeah, that's and that's then, like, reasonable. What, what what does it matter because they don't have spaceships? Right. So they're just kind of there.
1: Well, and that's what's sad too, because if there is something alive there, like, well, let's go look at them. Well, what does us looking at them means? We're gonna find a dead one or kill one and capture it and bring it back, or you know what I mean? Like we, we can't. Sure, we might observe it, but us like flying into their planet could kill the whole place because they, you know, they're allergic to. That's the, what we the do, baby. <laughs> we, <laughs> we fucking <laughs> oh, we, kill planets. You find There's no out. metal on our planet because it kills all of us, and your metal ship is gonna kill all of us. Damn it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> i mean i don't yeah i don't believe in flying saucer aliens to be, i mean that's just too i feel like flying saucer aliens is us thinking of the car their version of a car but like we we would capture them to find out how they live on jupiter so we could figure out how we could adapt and explore jupiter using their technology right
0: quote because I, we're like pretty much cancer i mean i know the matrix already said it but aren't we we just sort of like expand and take over
2: I mean, we got to go somewhere once Earth collapses, right?
0: Because we killed it.
2: <laughs> yeah, because, exactly. I mean, th- that's that's how we roll, baby. There's yeah. no way
1: around
0: us not killing
1: the Earth. Like, there, I mean, there just really isn't.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'll be dead by then. I don't really care. <laughs> I'm not having kids. You'll be you reincarnated as something. Oh, fuck. <laughs> like, picture- oh, no, you foiled my perfect plan of just dying and not caring. <laughs> yeah, like, Yeah. just... They- they, they put something in this food
1: to keep you uh, without you knowing and then the water to keep you alive because well, you 're still paying taxes
0: <laughs> oh well i 'll do that wait, so they 're keeping me alive just so that I can see the end of the earth, <laughs> No, just so that you can pay taxes you'll you 'll see the end of the right, earth but so
1: on the su- without like as a consequence of them. it's
2: just this you alive. awful circular logic that just doesn 't <laughs> just holds you in the same spot forever
0: <laughs> i don't know it seems like they have no and to taxpayers they don't need to keep me alive <laughs> do you think we'll
1: ever have a a limit to to children legally
0: in the united states in like states. a weird united dystopian states? future yeah maybe i don't know but no i doubt it cuz like china like, you're
1: only supposed to have one kid well but yeah. as it
0: goes but yeah but what's the point of that like why did they come up with that i've never actually because they, they were too they were just too crowded
1: yeah
2: Pretty much, and also like male children were favored over female children. We
0: would never have that here because we have all of Wyoming that we can fill up. Yeah, like the only reason we would is because we're concerned about the planet, which we never will be because <laughs> the politicians yeah. get paid to like stamp that out. Um, so no, I mean it would be great. I I think that would be a plus.
1: I I always feel weird about so like in China. I don't know how it
0: works, but like if you if you're
1: supposed though. to have one child and then you accidentally have eight children at once, like octomom.
0: Okay. Well, she was on a lot of hormones. What do you what do you do with the other seven though? I think you drown them in a river. I think you I That think was you kill
2: them. I, that was a practice by like peasants in China or something. Uh, it wasn't like an official government thing though. It was like the family was like, "Oh shit, we had a daughter." Uh yeah, get rid of this. Well, they
0: had a daughter when they wanted a son. So yeah, would, yeah.
2: Because sons will pass on the wealth and
0: right. Yeah. Um. All right. Why don't we take a quick break, and then when we come back, we'll talk. We'll actually get back on topic and talk more about like these astronauts doing quotes about uh, aliens and UFOs and stuff like that with our friend Aaron Moles.
2: It's just gonna be a bunch of lights and stuff that the astronauts uh
1: <laughs> Hey guys, real life sci-fi here. Um, if aliens were to come down and speak to us now, it would be nice if we, you know, I mean, you think about who would be in charge of communicating with them, and so I think we need to figure that answer out before they get here. Um, I mean, I mean, who who could represent us, you guys? Who do you, who do you think? Right, we, we have our guest. Would Ryan, it be Ryan the
0: Ridley? Would, would it be today. the UN? Would it be the president of America? The queen? Ooh, what about the queen? G. Ji,
5: Jinping? Is the bloodline the most important person on our planet to represent? His population is money. Is military dominance? Is is Willie celebrity, Nelson, Nelson,
1: someone who, who is emotional intelligence. Has been nice to everyone his whole life. Ridley, seems.
5: who do you think should represent us? I say us? it should be the less, the least among us. I say it should be a homeless transgender woman in haiti okay
0: well if we can not find that person because that doesn't <laughs> exist uh, yeah
5: you wouldn't find that person wade
0: well because she's probably in hiding
5: well we'll find her
0: all i'm saying is meryl streep <laughs> meryl streep would be the best person to represent us
1: She's nice. She's she she's she's has, she has a career of being uh,
0: great and nice. Great and nice. Uh, I'm Oprah. What about Oprah? Is anyone on board with <laughs> Oprah? <laughs> Willie, what are yours?
1: I mean, my answer's my 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 real answer is Elizabeth Warren right now. I, you know, but I, there's a lot of people that would disagree with that. I'm like, who? Elizabeth
0: Warren, who is that? Isn't she super liberal?
1: Yeah, I know. And that's why a lot of people Fuck
0: disagree. That. <laughs> Fuck that, dude. All right, if you have a better answer, uh, hit us up.
5: John our McCain. Nas- John McCain is dead. Uh, the aliens will be able to sort that shit out. Oh, you. they
1: could go back in time and he could speak for or us they then. Could, they could go in his brain.
5: could be throughout time now. They could fucking inject a needle into so him. Carl Sagan is my answer. So Carl Sagan. Interesting-
0: Okay, even though you called him a sellout earlier?
1: I think that he was affected by the, the military-industrial complex to be like,
0: like,
5: fucking shut the fuck
0: up. If you've got a better idea than John McCain or Carl Sagan or Meryl Streep or Oprah...
5: Or a, a transgender, homeless, Haitian Or a transgender, homeless,
0: Haitian woman. Wait, is it MFW or WFM? Uh,
5: MFW. Okay, then give us a hashtag. Wait a what did I just agree to? M. What does that mean? MFW? Male for female. Oh yeah, yeah. male for woman. Because you said MFW. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, I fucked it up. Is this does this all track still? Does this all? Are we all on board <laughs> yeah. with this? Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> I think we cleared it and up. I, and I, I want to be clear, just you know, at the risk of my words being twisted. When I said the least among us, I'm saying that you all understand that the most marginalized people in our society... It's the
0: biggest minority. ...would have
5: to be not only a transgender person, but someone who's economically disenfranchised, i.e. homeless, and a member of a country that's probably the most disadvantaged in the world's community. So that's why I chose Haiti. Yeah. So there we
0: go. Hashtag who speaks for us. We got to figure this out. We'll do, it, we'll do it crowdsource style. Hashtag who speaks for us. Hit us up on uh, Twitter, Real Life Sci Fi One, uh, or if you email us, I'll tweet it out for you. If you don't eh, have Twitter, don't email <laughs> us. Just, 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 just tweet us. Just tweet us. That's the way we'll do it. All right, back to the show. Hey, welcome back to Real Life Sci Fi with Wayne and Willie. We're here talking to our friend Aaron Moles aboard the SSRLSF. We're talking about astronauts quotes on ufo's but first we need to revisit this horse nasium where these planets keep fucking each other and it's getting a little hot
1: uh it, it's kind of weird because the inhabitants of the planet in between these two stars that are fucking each other like they've lost interest but it's it's still free sex happening that you it's can watch all day
0: yeah it's fascinating to watch it's I guess getting a little
2: that's, steamy, but I think that smoke from the uh, planet that's about to be incinerated between these two.
0: Because they keep smashing it. Yeah, there's a lot of friction when they fuck. Yeah. So
1: we're all in agreement that these that the stars are alive, right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: these ones. Uh, yeah.
2: When you die, you become a star. That's where your soul goes.
0: <laughs> all right. So what's our next quote from an astronaut? Um. Um. Let's go to.
1: You know what I'm. I'm gonna. So uh, there's this guy, uh, Leroy Chiao. He was a NASA engineer, a NASA astronaut. He had three space shuttle flights, and he lived on the ISS for you know for half a year. And one time when he was doing a spacewalk with. Shaprov, if unless I wrote that down wrong, with what this other guy? There two the Russian oh, okay. guy. There were Another two guys guy. doing a spacewalk. He saw these bright lights that he described.
0: Like, hang on, we got drag racing happening outside. Oh What
1: midnight club? <laughs> they're trying to
2: pick up the gravity from the suns and
0: they're slingshot? slingshotting off of them. Yeah. Okay, so he's on a spacewalk with this other guy,
1: and and
0: he sees
1: these lights that are moving in a formation like geese, but like an upside down check Mark. He described, he (laughs) describes, and they go by him. And then uh, he, he couldn't get the guy to look at them quick enough as the guy that was out there with him. And, and so the lights went by and, and that's his UFO sighting. And, uh, uh, NASA told him that what he probably saw were, uh, bright lights of some fishing boats, Uh, down below on earth
0: what what like yeah i know right that's sound that's
2: what (laughs) it's like they're just making shit up they always have something weird
0: why fishing boats that's what i'm trying to get at (laughs) because they're in formation is a lot
1: of a lot of these rebuttals by nasa to me like this one just sounds so ridiculous where i'm like OK, this is making me believe that there was that he did see something because he didn't see fucking boats in a line. If you could see the lights from a boat, you could see every fucking light down there. You know
0: what I mean? Like, well, these boats are fishing boats are notorious, notoriously made of mirrors. Yeah. And, and they have <laughs> yeah. lights that go straight up. Oh, I wasn't even thinking lights. I was thinking reflections.
1: Oh, you know, like on the boat?
0: Right. Yeah. The I mean, I don't believe it. I'm just trying to see what their point would be. Yeah. Well, that one. Did he have an actual quote or is this just you're just going to paraphrase this guy? Oh, just paraphrasing. Okay.
1: Um, Upside down check marks. Well, he said it basically like flew by them and they were like, oh, no, no. You were looking at the earth and the, the earth was rotating and these boats were in a checkmark formation. And that's what you saw.
0: No, but well, that would... can't be. I I think they were saying, and this is just as crazy as seeing boats from space, that like these fishing boats are in a weird V thing because they want to catch all of the tuna. And so the sun hit them all at the same time, reflected in a way that like reflected off of his spacesuit mask or something like that, and sort of went through.
1: Well, from every, that everything that I boats, read, there right? was no there was no sun. There involved. was no sun. Meaning, well, this... cause, cause the, well, oh, I I I may not have uh, described this well. The bright lights from the boats. It was definitely in in
0: nighttime. So oh, the sun was so the he side. was looking at the earth. I mean, yeah. light works because we you all can't work. In see anything?
2: Film, so we know how we know how light works. I mean, the sun would be coming from, it'd be coming towards you, towards you, right? It's on the other side of the earth. But they were doing well, this but if
0: there's no sun and he's looking at but the it's on dark the other side, side of the earth, he'd be earth. facing
2: where the sun would be, right?
0: Why would he be facing where the sun would be?
2: Because it's on the other side of the earth. The earth is blocking your path. The earth is in between so you. and So it's like the the an sun.
0: eclipse for him. What's that? It's like an eclipse yeah. for him. Yes. Yeah.
2: So there's no light. The light's hitting the other side of the earth,
0: and then something flies by.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, but even still, it wouldn't fly by. It would be there for a really long time. I feel like
1: he could tell the difference between it being boats on the Earth I and would, a craft. I would hope that
0: an astronaut <laughs> who worked on ISIS could do that. I
1: mean, that, that that's what I'm getting at is the, their rebuttal makes me go, "Oh well, fuck you guys. This, this guy is a fucking he's a
0: NASA engineer and a NASA astronaut. That does seem suspect for sure. I mean, that seems super weird." So and that's a weird one. I don't know. And
1: that that's the whole point of this episode are these just little weird stories. So here's a cooler one. This guy, Donald Slayton. He was a World War II pilot, an aeronautical engineer, and a test
0: pilot. He's also the bad guy in American Pie 4. <laughs> Donald Slayton? Donald Slayton's here. Watch <laughs> out. It's the slate. Fucking
1: Donald, Donald Slayton's. Up to is no good. Slater. Oh,
0: fucking Slater's here, man. I think oh. he spiked the punch with mushrooms. Oh, man. He's trying to fuck my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Slater.
1: He was a, a Mercury 7 astronaut, and the Mercury program came before Apollo. Uh, he was supposed to go into space, but he had a, an, an irregular heartbeat, so he didn't fly. They made him the director of flight crew operations from 1963 <laughs> to 1972. What a downgrade! I know. It's like, well, you know, you you can you can be in charge of something.
0: <laughs> not if you don't want to go into space. Then you're like, phew. <laughs> uh, it's like I, people who didn't want to go to war. Yeah, and what had if you're like, yeah. It's like, oh, if you're, you're like the a, most...
1: reporter <laughs> for the an island that <laughs> right. we're not actually a war in
2: the most physically qualified person like you're perfect for space but you don't want to yeah, do it
1: you're terrified it, by it it's
2: like your dad making you try out for the uh. football team even though you have no interest in it uh-huh. but you're, and you're in Texas it's like Friday Night Lights and you like you don't want to do well, it
1: well that's what's the funny thing about, about your version is if, if you just start talking about UFOs that'll take you off the list
0: yeah
2: yeah <laughs> That's true. It's like saying you're racist to get out of jury duty.
0: Yeah. So wait, this guy was actually not an astronaut then.
1: Well, in in 1975, uh, his health became. He passed the test and he became the doc, the docking module pilot.
0: He listened to enough like hardcore bass that got his heart back. <laughs> I know, on, How do you when
1: well, you some Yeah. Meta- how do you oh, fix shit. an
0: irregular heartbeat? That's crazy.
1: and he was uh, on the Apollo Soyuz test flight, I don't, I don't. I actually don't know what that is. Anyways. uh... He had a UFO encounter while he was flying. He said it, it looked like a weather balloon. And then when he got closer, he's like, oh, it, it actually is a saucer on its side. It wasn't like... It just, you know, was... Yeah, you get so it. So that means he's the
0: origin of the weather balloon. Uh, explain away. Uh, this is 75. Weather balloon Roswell 40, 46? Oh, okay. They, yeah, I was they, in they the 40s. It was a weather
2: balloon. It was like after World War II, but...
1: Uh. Yeah. But 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 then he said that the thing. Let's say let's say it was angled at a forty five degree angle, and then it took off. Uh, and 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 it accelerated in such a way, and then it disappeared. And and this guy, you I you know I paraphrase this, but there is the you can find the video of him saying, talking about this encounter. But uh, I don't know that I mean there's no rebuttal or anything that NASA says, but he saw what looked like a weather balloon got closer it was a flying saucer and it took off and it disappeared see this
0: is why we don't let people with the regular heartbeats into space (laughs) very true I'm always skeptical
2: of flying saucer stories specifically I just I don't know I feel like we made that up and it just got popularized and it's what everybody sees
1: well I the reason why I like I, I when I hear you say that I'm like that makes a lot of sense especially since you know, UFO movies. What came first, the UFO movies are the UFO sightings? They're very right. close to the same time. And, of and the hysteria worlds. and, and yeah. all kinds of crazy shit. Um, and and it's like when when you hear like Bob Lazar talk about reverse engineering UFOs. I think it's pronounced
0: laser. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: you know, we I had a, te- a, 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 stu- a substitute teacher who, their name was Butt, B U T T. Uh And they're like, no, it's actually Butte. Actually, no, it's not.
0: See, okay. If you're a substitute teacher and your last name is Butt or Butte, you got to go in and first thing you do is write like, hey, I'm Mr. Butt." You got to get cool. What's up? You have to get, get the get joke cool. out of the way. Yeah, you get have to in like, get in front of it. You, you can't be yeah. like, it's not but. It's not but. Yeah. <laughs> but. <laughs> because that's, I mean, they're children. Like, of course they're going to call I know, it butt.
1: man. I was like. What a I moron.
0: So, I was like, this is, this is,
1: you just ruined your career.
0: Whatever. Well, you ruined your day.
1: Because yeah. <laughs> every bullying class is going to say, hey,
0: Mr. Butt." You just say like, "Hey, I'm Mister Butt. I like farts. I'm a big fart face. I'm Mister Butt. Anybody yeah. got a problem with that?" It's
2: and- like M and M and Eight Mile. You just dox yourself.
0: Yeah, you gotta own it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm Mister Butt, and this seems contradictory, but I hate assholes. So fucking watch out.
0: <laughs> Whoa! I don't know if the fourth graders. I heard it. That's a
2: complaint from a kid to the principal on you. <laughs>
1: I'm uh, Mr. Butt. Contrary to f- human anatomy, I actually don't like assholes. Um, all right, uh, Clark McClelland. Here's a NASA employee. Hey, my name's
0: Mr. Butt. If you if you don't if you make fun of my name today, then you're going to go to the butthole. That's this corner over here, and that means you're in trouble.
1: And let me mark this corner by peeing in it, just so you know you're going to sit in my pee.
0: (laughs) Has nothing to do with butts. It's just gross. (laughs) I'm just weird.
2: (laughs) No one's going to fuck with you after that. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Uh, uh, In 1991, he was monitoring a space mission at the Kennedy Space Center in Cape Canaveral. Um, this is
0: a new story. This is not. This is a new story. This is okay. a NASA
1: employee monitoring uh, a space shuttle. Okay. And, and and when they did these space shuttle missions, they had cameras everywhere, right? So you could flip between the cameras. And so here he is watching these astronauts in a space shuttle with the cargo bay doors open. And they're like, you know, in their spacesuits, and and he saw an, a two-legged entity, and he says entity that was eight to nine feet tall. Uh, approach them like walking up to them and and uh, then he saw a craft hovering behind the space shuttle
0: wait well okay but what are they looking at did they have their backs turned or something no no like like
1: I'm not sure if it cut off or not this guy is like one of those I don't want to say crazy lunatics I don't want to say that he's a a rogue NASA employee, but uh he's a rogue NASA employee this guy okay. um, <clears throat> if you look up if you look up on NASA, they have a history of everyone that's worked for them. He's not listed as someone that works for them, but he's getting a pension from NASA, and he's gotten astronauts to sign affidavits saying that he worked with them that he worked there. So he's gotten some astronauts to say, yes, he worked at NASA and he's not working and he's supposedly getting a pension from NASA, but he's not on their website. Huh. And so the story is, is that he is basically, they're, they're making him out to, you know, obviously, you know, I don't need to describe that to you. I mean, but like, yeah, but
0: those astronauts were there. So like, are they just, did they see it
1: or? Well, that's the thing. It's not the astronauts that, that were there.
0: No, I know that. I oh, oh mean, yeah, like, yeah. But how are, does he explain he that they didn't see it? He
1: doesn't say who was there be, to protect them.
0: His story is... So his story is they saw it, but they've been silenced. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. a
2: two-legged figure in space?
1: Yeah, like,
0: that that was... Yeah, Was it in space or was it on the thing with it, them?
1: It was in space, but it was walking on... The cargo bay doors were open and this thing was walking towards them, like approaching them on the space shuttle. Like it had... Was it Superman? A Superman is not eight to nine feet tall. And, that's true. And, and you well, wouldn't describe Superman him is as made up, an so entity. He could
0: be.
2: Could it be a Gundam?
0: Gundams are bigger than that. <laughs>
2: that's true. I'm going too small or too big. Yeah, <laughs> I can't explain it. You know what? Maybe well, it's real. Well, here,
0: I'll explain it. If that's true, then we have nothing to fear because those astronauts are alive, right? He never said that they died. Yeah, it's harmless. Yeah.
1: But but I mean, I mean this this is the thing. I don't know if I believe this
0: guy. I definitely you know? don't believe this guy. But but I'm sketchy. Whenever, I know that I don't believe this guy. Whenever people say
1: like why don't these why don't these aliens try to meet us? What if they were trying to meet us but the people the only people that they we're interacting with were people in space, and and no, and and, and and it's top secret, and they're not allowed to tell us anything.
0: I'll tell you what I think happened. I think this guy got fired from NASA, and as part of his like uh, exit, they were like, "Okay, we'll give you a pension, but you're on record. You can never say that you ever worked for NASA because you fucked up, dude. You suck at your job. We'll give you a pension." Because we're legally obligated to so just go away, we'll we'll pay you twenty grand a year or whatever as part of your pension. And then he's like Okay. And then and then later he's like, Man, fuck these guys. I'm gonna say that there's aliens. I can't and I'll afford you go to earth. I'll sell a cross country book. trip. I'll sell a book about it. I I don't know. This is like I, f- I feel like there's plenty of times where like there's not a record of you working for some place right yeah yeah
2: did you write a book
0: i i don't know
1: let's l- let what uh,
2: if you what? wrote a book then he's full of shit because then he's just trying to sell a
1: book let's see um what do you think what are your guesses
0: well what 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 era was this what years
1: uh, it was during the shuttle program, so it must have been late '80s, early '90s.
0: I mean, maybe he's trying to do the tabloid tour or something yeah. like that.
1: The Stargate Chronicles. That's a book that he wrote.
0: He wrote Stargate. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no. Okay, so let me no, see I think when he wrote. Shit. He wrote a book. Oh, Chapter Thirty Two, President Dwight D. Eisenhower at. Holloman Air Force Base with ETs in 1955. So he's, you know...
0: No, wait, so it's fiction, though, because he's he's in the 80s. In 1958,
1: Clark McClellan was assigned to the National Space Program at Cape Canaveral. And help launched or viewed six hundred and seventy three rockets and spacecraft. What site am I on? Allegedly. Stargatechronicles.com. dot com. Stargate chronicles.com. So this is his website.
0: Yeah, this guy's this guy's full <laughs> of shit. <laughs> this is this is some
2: Time Cube stuff. You guys ever go to Time Cube?
0: What's Time Keep?
2: Time Cube's like one of the earliest like internet like meme conspiracies.
0: Time keep? Time cube. Oh cube? Yeah.
2: What was it? It was like time is in a circle, it's a cube. I don't know. He's the self proclaimed wisest man on earth. Uh anyways, McConnell. this guy,
1: yeah, is writing books.
0: Yeah, fuck this guy. I don't believe I don't believe that. Okay.
1: Shit. Okay. Um, so uh let's let me talk about there's two little guys left to talk about. I mean there's you know, this I could come up well, whatever. Uh Gordon Cooper. Gordon Cooper was an astronaut. Uh, fuck. Was he on the moon? I don't know. He may. I'll, I'll look it up. In 1950, before he was an astronaut, in 1951, he worked for the Air Force, and and he has a story. I should look up his credentials so I can so I can give you some better ones because Gordon Cooper is fucking a a, a treasure. I would say he's one of those treasure astronauts.
0: For who? NASA or conspiracy? Oh, I think for
1: for NASA. He was an American aerospace engineer, a test pilot, United States Air Force pilot, and the youngest of the seven original astronauts in Project Mercury, the first manned space program of the United States. So he didn't walk on the moon, but he's been in space. And he piloted the longest and final Mercury space flight in 1963. So he's a pretty, I mean, he's a pretty credible He's fucking old school astronaut. Okay, what did he say before Apollo? He said in 1951 he worked for the Air Force, and and it's great because if you look this up, you get to hear him talk about it instead of some article or something. You know, because I I have a hard time believing articles contrary to my history. Um, (laughs) uh, so he he says that he saw hundreds of of things flying above him and and somebody was with him uh another pilot i don't know if it was in another sh- in another craft or in one with him but there was another pilot with him and and so this their story they 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 have together um and he couldn't tell if they were really large craft really high up or if they were smaller craft lower but no matter what their planes didn't have the capabilities to go that high so he couldn't tell if they were their size but they were higher than they could go um they they've filmed the th- these things and then they sent it up the chain of command you know so they they filmed these whatever it was hundreds of things flying in the air and he says that they looked like uh they could could have been i don't know I, I i didn't write down what he says but This was fuck, I'm getting my stories mixed up. Anyways, I'm going to I'm going to mix both the stories up because I, I now I can't. I, my notes suck. 6 years later. Oh yeah, okay, okay. So so this one, good. Good they are separated. They saw hundreds of things flying. They sent them up the chain of command. The note that they got back from the Air Force was, "Oh, well these those must have they're not they're not UFOs. They're high-flying uh Seed pods.
0: What? Seed pods?
1: I don't know. Like, that's... Seed pods? Seed.
0: Seed pods.
1: That's what the Air Force told him. They said, oh, those, don't worry. Those were... This was 1960-something? 1951. Let me look up high-flying seed pods just to see if anything comes up. But that's what they told him. And I and and and. uh, What fruit seeds are dispersed by wind? So they're actually talking about seeds being in the air.
0: I get. I I kind of get that. I mean, I get that. But 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 seeds being so
1: high up that they can't fly that high, because if they were if they were close to them. You could tell that it was a seed close to you. Well, seed pods
2: need enough wind and enough density in the air to actually really take flight. I don't think they could go in a thin atmosphere. In the upper
1: atmosphere, yeah, because he he was saying whatever they were flying, they couldn't go that high. So, and and that's
2: Im- that's I would say that's impossible for a seed
0: pod to get that high.
1: Me too. And so, like like their their rebuttal to me is so crazy that I'm like, well, fuck you. Those are UFOs.
0: Most of their rebuttals are crazy, but also we're we're taking these people at their word too
2: i don't think i believe either of them
0: <laughs> me neither what you don't believe gordon cooper
2: <laughs> i i don't
1: know
0: if, if astronaut with if the longest lo- go on if he's no, in I
2: the, mean ufo he, unidentified I, i'm sure he saw something
0: i don't know i mean like he's he's going higher than anyone has before or not
1: I don't know. He was just talking about whatever he was flying couldn't go higher and whatever it was in 1951. But the thing is, is that, like, I'm not saying that these are aliens and crafts flying above him. These uh, this like, you know, these could be some weird organism up in the upper atmosphere that, that 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 you just never see. You know, like how many times in your life have you seen an owl? There, there are owls here. There's owls that I can hear them around our place. But how many I've times have a you seen a ton of owls? You've seen a ton of them. Yeah. Have you seen an owl before?
2: Uh yeah, when I was camping a long time ago. But not, not like urban ever.
0: I, I'm just I try to I'm just to saying the technology up. at that time couldn't he have been like low on oxygen and like sort of hallucinating some stuff?
1: Yeah, but the other guy with him that that also saw it. Would I mean, do you think they'd both
0: describe seeing the same thing? Wasn't wasn't like Cocaine in Coca Cola at the same time. <laughs> I mean, like, don't you? I think... think it was like the 1800s,
2: actually, like 1890 <laughs> or something.
0: But do you think maybe they were taking like Quaaludes for their anxiousness or something? Uh, well, the
1: thing is, is these astronauts back then. It's like they, you know, before you do any big, jo- well, he was. This was when he was a test pilot, but even then, so I, I think that they like check your vitals before you go up. I don't think you could. I don't think you could do cocaine and do a test flight. I, I I really think that they're like, that's why how they found that dude's irregular heartbeat because they're like, okay, let's test you. Okay, you're good to fly. And they, I
0: don't know, man. I mean, maybe all I'm saying is like, it's probably less regulated than it is now. You could get away with some stuff back then. Like they didn't know they didn't know that cigarettes were bad for you. I and also I can't remember what year this was.
1: 1951.
0: Yeah, so they're like smoking cigarettes and like. Taking all kinds of weird drugs.
1: But six years later, at Edwards Air Force Base, they were filming some... Um, this is also before he was an astronaut, but he's working for the Air Force still, six years later. Um, they were filming some test flights of some new planes. And uh, they filmed a... a saucer craft land on their base and it had three uh, you know legs basically the saucer craft telescopic legs telescopic I don't know if they were telescopic but it had three legs when it landed and they tried to get close to it and then it took off but they filmed it and so this guy has filmed on two separate occasions some UFOs and it sent him up the chain And then, you know, whether you believe it or not, in both scenarios, you wouldn't—filming a UFO landing, your boss of the Air Force isn't going to—they might tell you to shut up, but they're not going to send you like, oh, hey, this is what that was, or, you know, it's just like—it's just lost at that point.
2: You report it, and And management does what it does with it.
1: And then you can tell—so he didn't tell this story until long after— being an astronaut, you know, because it's like you, back then you just didn't tell stories.
0: Or back then you were getting paid to be in the Air Force, and then you retired from the Air Force, and you're like, "Shit, now what?" Oh, I'll make up a bunch of stories, and then people will pay me.
2: Well, you got to think that those astronauts are pretty well taken care of at that time, anyway.
1: I mean, fucking if, if Gordon Cooper, man, I don't know. I've seen him speak a lot. He's not like a. He's not like a. a He's he's been interviewed a lot of times and I've never heard these UFO stories. So he's not like making it big off these UFO stories. He's you know, he's a if you look him up, he's like I said, he's a he's an astronaut treasure.
0: So like these things are not his bread and butter. Like when he does interviews now he doesn't just talk about that stuff. Or whenever he died. Yeah, yeah. No. I don't know, man. I yeah, that's weird. And did he definitely say these things? There's like video yeah. of him saying these things. Yeah,
1: that was that that's the cool part about it. Sure he was old but but he's explaining all these stories. Alright.
0: So we've been talking about memory a lot lately and like I had a dream last night that me and you and my dad got to bring out the opening ball for some CSU game and me and you like we rehearsed this whole dance and it was like fucking awesome in this dream we weren't even doing it we were remembering it right you like had clips of it on your phone or something like that so we're just like reminiscing about it and watching it My dad
1: didn't do the dance, but he was there.
0: He was there behind us. He was more for support. Like we had awesome moves in this dance where like we would fall over and then he would like we would be starting to fall. And then he would grab both of us like a like a pendulum and then like bring us back, you know, (laughs) and it was the coolest dance. We did this move where we (laughs) pretended to sit on a chair. And then, and then it was awesome. It was awesome.
2: You were in synchronicity and
0: me and Willie were. And then he was just behind us like as the support guy. Yeah. And we came up with it on the fly and like, you're like, Oh, remember this? And I was like, yeah. And for like a good 10 minutes after I sort of like woke up, I was like, Oh, that was so awesome that we did that. It was like the coolest memory. (laughs) And I believed, I believed it. And then, and then I sort of was like, Oh wait, no that just exists in my dream like that doesn't i was like seriously about to text you not literally but like you like was this real or not until i sort of like came all the way to and realized that it's just a dream that i had couldn't that be the case where he sort of like dreamt something or whatever and then he's like older and he sort of like says it as if it definitely happened
1: I think I I definitely think that that's a possibility. I do. You know, I don't I the thing is when I listen to these astronauts, I'm like, "Man, sure you know, there's a chance that the fucking particles in space are blasting through your brain outside of the magnetic field and making you a little crazy." I I, I think that that's very possible. Mhm. But uh uh I do think that 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 if you've been a pilot or an astronaut you're definitely one of the more
0: stable minds in in the world. Okay, but let me just ask you this. With this guy's two stories. Like you had me until he said that a fucking flying saucer came down and landed and then when they ran up to it it took off. Like that's and that they have film of it. That's sounds like, totally crazy to me. Do you believe that that actually happened?
1: The thing is, is I've seen a lot. I've read and watched and heard a lot of people tell stories of crafts, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why I lean towards believing them is... Like like this guy in particular, he didn't fucking write any UFO books. This is kind of like him
0: being like. Yeah, but uh, I mean, that's a good point. But like, that's crazy that a UFO landed. Multiple people saw it. They have film of it. And he's the only one who has ever like said that. It just seems to me like he's. I, just, I
1: I don't know if he's the only one. You know what I mean? Like like for a while before well, before even if the he's not, internet like, age. shouldn't
0: that be a bigger story? But I th- Roswell's a huge story. I mean, my yeah.
1: th- I I think that the reason why I lean. I think that every media outlet. Um, ignores most UFO stories unless it, unless they're too big where they have to report on them and the weird thing about it is whenever they do, they tell you what the UFO was like the next day. But this is a different era, though. Well, I'm saying I'm saying though that that the reason why that happens now is because I think that some entity is coming in and saying you, you can't just. Report a UFO story You have to You have Here's the official story It just story.
0: seems like You're explaining away Why more people Are not Saying I. It, it seems like I I really want You believe That He has film Or had film Until he gave it away Of a flying saucer Coming down Landing on three legs And then flying away Yeah I believe I believe him See That's that's crazy to me to believe that because first of all, it means that like Hollywood imagination was correct about what UFOs are. Right. Because they had nothing to go on when they were like fictitiously making up this shit.
2: That's kind of where I land on UFO, like the flying saucer anyway.
0: Right. And then it also means that like he alone, well, allegedly, I mean, we, yeah, of course we don't know who else has this story, but like, that's a huge story roswell's a huge story and who even knows if that's true well well
2: the thing that's true about roswell that's always made it fishy is the newspaper headlines that came out and then the immediate narrative of oh it's a weather balloon that just immediately just came out like the next day and erased it all
1: and and uh, let's get into roswell too because um our, our next astronaut um um edgar mitchell he Here's a guy who, he was a naval officer. He was a NASA astronaut. He was the sixth man to walk on the moon. Mm-hmm. Um, what a loser. Six, coming in sixth.
0: <laughs> sixth place is the fifth loser. Yeah.
1: He uh, was from Roswell. And so... And this is him talking, too. I watched a lot. If if you look up Edgar Mitchell, dude, he's the fucking... He's the astronaut of the future.
0: I don't trust any Ed that's a GERD. I only trust the words. (laughs) I only trust Ed words. He... He... Basically, when he
1: was flying back one time, he had this... He had this experience, and the experience was he felt um at one with the universe and it was it was like ecstasy and he felt like he could feel the universe and felt that he was that everything was all the same and that he felt that he was from star energy you know whatever whatever he had this weird experience and when he came back to earth you know he was he was trying to f- figure out what this experience was and, you know, science didn't talk about it, religion didn't talk about it, whatever. He found some ancient civilization that talked about something very similar to that experience of of having an ecstasy moment where you connect, where you leave your physical self and connect to the universe, whatever. Um, at any rate, I, I mean, it, it, of course it's weird for me to bring this up before we talk about his UFO experience, but he is a guy that talks about consciousness and and talks about mixing the idea of of consciousness with reality. He he brings up a lot of weird things like, you know, people have in the interview that I heard they were questioning him about like, well, what about uh what about dark energy and dark matter and he was like he was like, well, space is the zero point field where matter is created. So maybe what they're looking at is proto matter. This is so in, within this zero point field of space, matter is created. And, and so in the, um, um, he was saying that like, maybe they're looking at proto matter, which is things coming into existence, like things being created out of, I, you know, you could say thin air, but you were the programmers about space. writing
2: script in the simulation.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because I, listen, if you listen to somebody try to explain dark energy and dark matter, it sounds just as crazy as oh, this is just stuff being made and we're observing it. We don't know how to observe it because there is mass happening without being able to yeah. detect it.
2: All, all dark matter theories are just all over the place to me. Yeah, like, I can't.
1: It's it's so crazy, crazy that that those theories are what make me say oh well no matter what we're just not right yet and it's it's like it's easy to say that especially me i am stupid i am stupid i think i'm smart but i'm also very stupid i don't know all this shit um, i mean relative to the universe we're all stupid yeah and and so here we go edgar mitchell
0: um now that you've completely invalidated his <laughs> point of view. I know, but he was
1: the sixth man to walk on the moon. He was a, it was a naval officer. Um, he was a part, you know, he's a big part of the Podesta emails. He's a guy that's like trying to.
0: What did he say? <laughs> well, I gotta get
1: we got to gotta
2: stop Bernie from getting elected.
1: <laughs> uh, on his way back to Earth. Oh, yeah, this is that experience he was talking about. Whatever. Um have you
2: done an episode in the Podesta emails?
1: No. Uh, they're pretty crazy. Uh he became a founding so they're pretty boring too. I know. And they're amazing and shit. He became a founding chairman of the Institute of Noetic Sciences in Palo Alto, California, nineteen seventy three for purpose of consciousness research and related <laughs> phenomena. I just think that's amazing. It's like, you know, I don't know. What do you do what do you do you guys
0: think that there's you believe in consciousness? Is that a question? Well, hang on. I believe in my what consciousness. What do you actually say? Because I, I wanted to say earlier, like maybe not as euphoric as this experience, but I've sat atop a hill and looked down on the city and gone like, you know, what are we? And like felt closer to the universe, and that didn't take me going to outer space to do, and it didn't take a UFO to do. So, I, so I'm wondering. What did he say? Is that what he said? Just that he felt... Euphoric? No, 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 no. no. Uh,
1: I, I'm, I'm just bringing that up about him. Um,
2: I'm picturing that episode of The Sopranos where Tony does acid and goes to Vegas. And at the end he looks down, I think, at Vegas and he's like, I get it! I get it!
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just mean like... So what, so uh, what well, did he well,
1: say? Okay, like, like for example, he. there are people that... Uh, worked at the Roswell cover-up um, that let him in on the secret because it's like, oh, you're from Roswell and you're an astronaut and they, they talked about, they there are people that talk to him about the craft that they recovered and, and he talks about, um, you know, basically that Roswell was real. Um, let's see. See, I'm trying to get I have a bunch of things. He's in 2004 he told the St. St. Petersburg Times whatever that a cabal of insiders in the US government were studying recovered alien bodies and that this group had stopped briefing US presidents after John F Kennedy. He said we all know that UFOs are real, now the question is where they come from. Um hold on. Let me let me keep reading this. I I screen grabbed all these things that he said because okay, here here's here here where we get. Sweet. On July 23rd, 2008 Edgar Mitchell was interviewed by Kerrang Radio, whatever. Mitchell claimed that the Roswell crash was real and the aliens have contacted humans several times, but that the governments have hidden the truth for 60 years, stating, I happen to have been privileged enough to be in on the fact that we've been visited on this planet and the UFO phenomenon is real. In reply, a spokesman for NASA stated, NASA does not track UFOs. NASA is not involved in any sort of cover-up about alien life on this planet or anywhere in the universe. Dr. Mitchell is a great American, but we do not share his opinions on this issue. So that's that's NASA's rebuttal, right, in 2008. Um. But last year, we learned that the CIA was spending millions of black project money tracking UFOs. And if the CIA is tracking UFOs, I know that they don't need to speak to NASA, but I would imagine that NASA was in on that. So to me, when I read this and, Na- and they say... But one
0: Na- of your previous points has always been that these government entities don't talk to one another.
1: No, no, I, and, and and I do believe that, but I also think that... I mean, the thing is, I think NASA is, is has always... I think NASA has always been lying. Since Roswell. I know but,
0: you think that but but but
1: like like all of Na- most of NASA's what what they say UFOs are okay like Roswell they've they've changed and what's weird is with Roswell uh well that's not NASA that's the Air Force but they've changed their story three times so so hold on let me get off that cuz it's not NASA
5: right
2: that was pre NASA right
0: yeah um well but whatever i mean like it doesn't really matter because that's all minutia. Um, I feel like this guy's just like... I mean, have you ever met someone who's like super professional and then you start talking to them and you're like, this guy's a fucking weirdo. Like, how <laughs> did he get to be where he is?
2: It's like everyone that's more successful than me in the entertainment business. That's
0: like- <laughs> it's just like... How can you how can you succeed in business when you have these weird beliefs? I feel like he's just one of those guys where it's just like, yeah, he's super smart. He was in the air force or whatever that led him to be like a NASA astronaut. But he's just like letting these like beliefs of his like sort of creep into it, and using his status to justify them.
1: Um, I mean that's that's a, that is a complete possibility. Astronauts
2: are humans too. When you, when, what, what, I, okay, what I find fascinating,
0: are, I know, they, are they
2: might be aliens. The fir- they might go into space and whatever comes back.
0: Yeah, could be something else. Yeah,
1: yeah. You saw that uh, X Files episode where they brought back a, <laughs> a a basically a a ghost, a weird space entity parasite that would uh, t- whatever. That sounds Never like seen a, any
2: X Files. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I saw it. It sounds like a typical X Files so
1: episode. So the the two guys we should be talking about. Um, are Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong?
0: Wait, you have quotes from? What have we been doing for two hours?
2: I know Neil Armstrong has some weird quotes.
1: Uh, well, these things, I it's like I don't, I don't have them written down because there's, well, I, I, I want to play the the Neil Armstrong quote from the 25th anniversary of the moon landing. Okay, so do before, you have b- it? Well, it's just on YouTube. But wait, but before we get into that, the weirdest thing about astronauts to me to me this is NASA is um, when you listen to astronauts talk about seeing stars in space because their stories are different the first flight to the moon uh, Neil Armstrong says that they could never see stars they couldn't see them when they were on the moon they couldn't see... They Wait, he says that they could see some when they looked through optics, like a, like a telescope or binoculars, right? But they could never see any stars.
0: Well, but isn't that ridiculous? We can see stars right now. Yeah, I mean,
1: the idea is, the rebuttal is, well, okay, first off, when they landed on the moon, uh, daylight on the moon is like daylight on the Earth, meaning we don't see the stars because it's just blasted out by the, the light from right. the sun. Right. But, like, I don't think their path was was fully what well whatever. I don't know about their path, but I'm just saying that, that would
2: make sense if you landed on the moon because you're being hit with the sunlight. Yeah, and your eyes are adjusted to I see. I mean, it's probably
1: brighter. It's just yeah, one big like. If
2: you're on the dark side of the moon, you'd totally but, see them.
1: But they basically say that
0: they yeah, but that's where the alien bases are. That's yeah, I, they, I saw
1: that Transformers movie. They never saw any stars. With their with the naked eye. The first the first: That's what Buzz says that's what they all say together. okay well here's this thing there's this weird video. If you ever get a chance, go watch the the interview, the press conference of the three guys when they first got back from landing on the moon okay it's It's a weird video to watch. you hold on, before they went to the moon, you see them fucking smiling, they're all happy. We're going to the fucking moon. <laughs> This press conference, I don't think one person smiles through the whole thing. Well... What if, if they were just, just underwhelmed? What if
2: they just got there and they're like, yeah, it's just a bunch of rocks? Uh, it's like, so disappointing. Just a bunch of dirt
0: and... It's like when you read Pirates of the Caribbean for the first time. You're like, I can't wait. <laughs> like, and then you get off and you're like,
1: eh. Yeah, and you're like, oh, I, I saw people eating and they could see us. <laughs> they're just depressed. <laughs> Remember, you go by the restaurant in the beginning... Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck is yeah, this Where ride? is I, a
0: restaurant? I want to eat there.
2: I've never eaten there.
1: And then, I don't even know where it's at. Yeah. And then the new uh, tr- ride has got like
0: five Johnny Depps in it. Yeah. I don't like that That's they stupid. retrofitted Johnny Depp in there. And there's more than one. I'm like, what? No, he shows up like in every chapter of the ride. <laughs> He's
2: like your guide.
0: We got to make this a story. Where's Johnny Depp? <laughs> I do like that he goes to hospitals and
1: talks to kids that are dying as the character, but he's weird. Um, So within this press conference, uh, there's this weird moment that happens where Neil, you know, they're asking, like, did you see what were the stars like? Were they way brighter? Could you see planets? And he's like, we didn't see anything unless we were looking through the optics. And then uh, I forget the guy's name. That's stupid. But the guy who was Michael Collins, he was you know flying. The guy everybody forgets and yeah, no he yeah. gets a
2: shit about yeah.
1: He's like I don't think we I don't think we saw any stars and then at that point Neil Armstrong like hits him with an elbow and looks at him weird and then they continue. It's just this weird moment where to the conspiracy theorists it's like, oh this is rehearsing. he's off book. All right,
0: let me let me bring a third <laughs> Scenario. Here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at the Ocean's Eleven panel, everybody wants to hear from George Clooney. Nobody wants to hear from Casey Affleck. If he speaks up, George Clooney's gonna elbow him and be like, "Shut the fuck <laughs> up. Dude. This is my time. <laughs> I'm the star."
1: That is funny. Um, but but uh, there are these other two astronauts, and I watched this video of them being in inter- a interviewed, and they they were talking about how... I, I mean, I'll, if you look this up, look up astronauts seeing stars, because most of them say that they never see any. And then there's... so,
0: But what does that mean? Like, okay, so... Alright, let's say they don't see stars. What does that mean? Does that mean stars don't exist?
2: Well, when you're in space, you're never seeing anything with your naked eye. There's always a glass panel or something in front of you. Right. Like, you're... So... There's one barrier there. Um, I guess I mean from the if conspiracy you saw stars theory
0: standpoint, out, like what is the point of like keying in on this? We didn't I, see stars. I said naked eye. I said
1: naked eye. They said he said he only saw stars through optics.
2: Right, you would have to. What? Well, he'd have to because he like you would have to. Um, is it, are, they, okay, are the okay? the are the wait, windows just made were, of glass?
1: The, I don't think that they were. This is me guessing. I have no idea, but I don't think that they were in front of the Earth the entire path to the Moon.
0: But what?
2: I'm not sure what the physics. Me, is
0: me, I'm saying that like they weren't in daylight the entire trip. I know, but what I'm saying is, what is it? What is the theory if they didn't see oh, stars? Oh, I I don't know. I'm saying there's a contradiction happening.
1: But, because
2: is there maybe a tint to their there, visors?
1: No, no. I'm saying, like, even from the craft, half the astronauts say you can't see any stars ever, and half of them say, "Oh, the stars are way brighter than you think they'd be." And you can, you know, it's just a, it's just a weird thing. And 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 then. Well, and if then, we
0: took a walk, and you'd be like, "Hey, remember that flower we saw?" And I'd be like, no, because I didn't look at that flower. But when you're in space,
1: the only thing that you're really going to look at is the Earth and space and the moon.
0: Or you're fucking trying to pilot this ship and you're like looking at all of the things that are keeping but, you alive. But they have...
1: They have- that no way, man. The first trip to the moon, you're not like looking.
0: Well, so, uh, but like, I'm still struggling with like, okay, yeah, there's a contradiction. But what does that mean? That some have, saw stars. And I don't some have didn't. an
1: answer to that. It's just a weird fucking thing that like, <laughs> some astronauts say that they don't see
0: any. You don't see any stars, and some say, oh, they're fucking bright as shit. I just don't. I don't know how stars could be any different. We see stars they exist so like by going up there how would that change
2: well the Apollo 11 it it doesn't I have to look up the craft but there's not a whole lot of windows on there and I don't know what the scene is
0: no I don't want to even explain this away I'm just (laughs) saying like this is crazy to me
1: that's what I'm saying too it's weird we didn't see stars and, and, and here we are. Okay, so Michael Collins, what's weird is that like, he went around the moon. He was on the dark side of the moon because he dropped them
0: off. Was well, ar- he the guy who stayed on the ship or something?
1: Yeah, yeah. He went around the moon and then picked him up on the way back. And so he,
0: what was he doing on the,
1: on the dark side? Of, did he go on the – well, whatever. You know, I, I don't know if he went to the dark side of the moon, but I'm saying like he didn't just orbit above them. He didn't
0: just sit he there. They could have. I don't... I, they have that technology. What's it called? Geo-orbital?
2: I actually have no idea how that played out. Uh,
1: I, the, in, well, in, I thought in, the, in the command head, module landed on the moon, In right? my head, uh, uh, one one landed and the other one went around the moon and picked right. him up on the way back. And so gotcha. they had limited time. I see. Okay.
0: Well, that blows I'm up pictures. so many other conspiracy theories about the dark side of the moon. Then, What do you mean? Well if he went around the moon he would have seen all the pyramids and shit like that.
1: Oh but like like <laughs> okay, like the difference is like like that comparison of what you see from space, you know? Like you don't see you don't see the Great Wall of China from space. You don't see most of the things. You don't see anything from space. You don't even.
0: I thought the Great Wall of China was one of the things you did see from
1: space. Yeah, that, I think that is. No, no, that's what they've always said, but you don't actually see it. It's actually really thin. You don't. You don't
0: see it. Whatever. We're being academic, and you're you're <laughs> just saying things that, that prove your points, and none of us know any of the facts.
1: Uh, but I, I've i but the, the but the resolution from from being in space you. I watched this thing where this guy was like wait
0: but hang on I want to get back on topic okay here's are there quotes from these guys that have to do with UFOs
1: here's Neil Armstrong's 25th anniversary speech that he gave
0: okay 25 years later yeah I don't remember last year (laughs) but these are
2: astronauts they're trained to have good memories
0: I'm just saying that
1: before we play it I hope you guys can hear it can you guys hear this Put your, this is the speech. No, I'll put it to this, but can you guys hear it?
0: Yeah.
1: on the 20- Oh, hold on. This is. I have to play something else. This has got some weird music. This is from a, a British documentary, which I think is real good about. The, okay, let's. Uh, this is six minutes, so I have to like. Hold on, I have to oh find God. the spot. It's it's only a minute long. Okay, his speech. So I'm saying the we, videos. I have do to do we get fill to this it. Time? Uh, this is for the Clinton. In the administration. British documentary, okay, the Brits
2: landed on the moon first.
1: Oh, gosh. Oh, and they clap forever. Uh, (laughs) So Neil Armstrong was famously. He didn't. He didn't. He only came out during the anniversaries. He never really talked to news entities. He didn't like being interviewed. You know.
3: here, Here we go. Thank you, Mr. Vice President. Mr. President. Members of Congress, fellow astronauts, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Bob Wright once noted that the only bird that could talk was the parrot, and he didn't fly very well.
1: (laughs) Uh, Thank you. Hold on. (laughs) I'll
3: I'll be brief. (laughs) This this week, uh, America's been recalling the Apollo program and reliving uh, the memories of those times in which so many of us here, colleagues here in the first rows, were immersed. Our old astrogeology mentor, Gene Chumik, even called in one of his comets to mark the occasion with spectacular Jovian fireworks.
1: I don't know what that joke is, but here comes the shit. Yeah, get to the crazy stuff. I just wanted
0: to play the whole thing because he only talks for, it's so short. Yeah, but is it
1: five, are we
3: listening to this for five minutes? Of the power and consequence of Celestial. Extracurricular activities. Many Americans were part of Apollo, about one or two in each thousand citizens all across the country. They were asked by their country to do the impossible, to envisage, to design, and to build a method of breaking the bonds of Earth's gravity, and then sally forth and visit another heavenly body. The principal elements, leaving Earth, navigating in space, and descending to a planet unencumbered with runways and traffic controls, would include the major requirements necessary for a spacefaring people. Today, a space shuttle flies overhead with an international crew. A number of countries have international space programs. During the space age, we have increased the knowledge of our universe a thousand fold. Today, we have with us uh, a group of students among America's best. To you, we say, we have only completed a beginning. We leave you much that is undone. There are great ideas undiscovered, breakthroughs available to those who can remove one of truth's protective layers. There are places to go beyond belief. Those challenges are yours, in many fields, not the least of which is space, because there lies human destiny.
1: Were you guys listening?
2: I was, I was. I was hoping for some something more salacious
1: about it. The, the 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 one quote where he says where the, you can remove one of truth's protective layers. What do you think that means?
2: That we saw ourselves confined to the earth by gravity, and we didn't know what was out there, and we got out there, and we saw stuff. The moon. <laughs> But, I don't know. I don't think I. Do you think that's like a, for lack of a better term, dog whistle to UFO? Uh, I was
1: saying, what do you think he means when he says if if you can re, if you can get rid of one of truth's protective layers? I,
2: the truth as we perceived it before we made it out into space. Our perception of reality before we.
1: But I don't think he was talking about that at that point. Well, I mean, what do you think, Wade? Sure.
0: I mean he's doing a speech. What what's the point of this? You think that he's like that he's giving subliminal messages to somebody?
1: I think that he's crypt cryptically saying something that like, well, there's a big lie happening.
0: Just because he used the word truth.
1: No, not because he used the word truth. Because he said we have to what was the what was the i mean i don't think you guys heard it cuz it was too boring other than the one part and i didn't have it to remove truth's protective layers
0: I just would not I don't I wouldn't read into that. I don't. I don't. Well, everything before you, you discover you want me to read it, into is... it, I'm I just won't.
1: Well, well, he 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 Protecting. he doesn't talk about being the first man on the moon, you know, he doesn't he doesn't Sure, maybe he's a hermit. Sure, maybe he doesn't want to be a hero. Sure. I get all that. Great. Uh the first quote he talks about is is you know, the joke that he makes is about parrots. So I'm like, I I think that he's saying something like that they're all parrots and they only say what what they're supposed to say. They only repeat what has been said to them. Okay. That That's what I think. You start your, your opening speech about the moon with a parrot joke. I don't know. Maybe, sure, not everyone's a great joke writer. That wasn't even a joke, but... I mean, it was, but... But, but... uh, Well, they are basically like... But he's saying that the only way that you can go into the future is if you remove truth's protective layers. I'm like, I don't... This is 25 years later. We've already had a space program for a long time. I don't think... I don't think that he could be referring to anything that he's mentioned within this speech because it doesn't refer to anything in the speech. Okay. Because it's not sure... We, they broke gravity and got to the moon 25 years ago, and he's saying... He's he's trying to say something to the future. That's what he's trying to do within this speech. Is it? Like- yeah.
0: This is like prime conspiracy, sort of like... Breaking down shit and sort of making it what you want it to say. Because to me, it's just he's at like some benefit dinner. I didn't even really understand the the parrot parrot joke. Like, I don't even get that. I think he was just... What was the parrot joke? He started off by saying something about like flying birds. And then the, the loudest ones are parrots or something like that. But I didn't follow it I don't I don't really follow Anything he's saying there
1: hmm.
2: Yeah he could, oh, play, he could have said Vulture I mean, right He could have said owl He said parrot So
1: Quote again Let me just Try to play this One more you
2: could time He said again. cockatiel You know Today hey, we have With us
3: uh, A group of students Among America's best To you we say
1: He's talking to the students
3: We've only completed A beginning we leave you much that is undone. There are great ideas undiscovered. Breakthroughs available to those who can remove one of truth's protective
1: layers. There are breakthroughs available to those who can pr- remove one of truth's protective layers. I'm not, I'm not saying what he's saying. I'm, at, I'm like trying to figure out what do you think he's saying.
2: I just think he's being very Socratic, you know, like just...
1: Uh, but what is... It's so weird because he's being vague, but he's also being very specific. What is What is one of truth's protective layers?
2: Well, the Socratic method, you only get to the truth by questioning reality and getting through, uh, you know, every threshold that leads you to the truth. And I think that, you know, making it to the moon, you had to question all sorts of, you know... Uh, uh, physical truths of of Earth and gravity, and the way we understand space in the universe. But but to he get wasn't that truth. he
1: wasn't he wasn't talking about them getting to the moon. He was talking about how to go forward into the future.
2: Right, there's an undiscovered uh, undiscovered country uh, out there that we uh, have to find. We're only going to find that by questioning reality and how we think the world works.
0: Right, I I agree. I mean, he's saying he's saying to the students, you know, you have to. What is the Socratic It's Like hypothesis, experiment, fucking whatever. I don't it's know. It's basically like just seven-
2: contradicting and questioning what you think you know about reality until you remove all options that could co- possibly contradict whatever the truth is. Constantly questioning everything until you get to the truth, basically.
0: So I think he's sort of doing like he's doing in the Socratic method but he's also doing like oh it's like comforting to believe what we've already been told uh but experiment for yourself to like get past that. And I think like Possibly. Yeah. That's what they did when they went to the moon. They're yeah. like we thought the moon was made of cheese. <laughs> and then we tested it and it wasn't. And it was like it was it was uh, Do you think
2: they tried to eat the moon when they got there?
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. I like. You're talking to skeptics here. We're not gonna. We're not gonna. Like. We're not gonna jump on that sentence as like. No, oh, no. He's I, hiding I'm UFOs. Not, I'm
1: not trying to get you to jump on that sentence in that realm. I, you know what I mean? I like what you both came up with. I like that. It's. It was just. It, it was just very. To me, it's just very cryptic. That's all. I'm not saying I'm not saying he's saying anything. I just like that
0: quote and I thought it was a weird thing to say for the 25th anniversary. And and I think I think mostly what it would come down to when you put it in the context of it's the 25th anniversary and he's speaking to future scientists. He's speaking to students, right? It would be like question everything. Yeah. I think it uh, would be the heart of what he was saying.
1: I, I I like I like what both of you have come up with. Uh, you know I do, and I, I've just always I I always I always listen to this quote from him because I'm like I it's it's just weird. It's a weird. It was a weird way to say it. I don't think
0: he was saying that. I mean, he's being poetic and weird about it. But uh,
1: you know, poetic, sure. But, like, he did such a bad job with the parrot joke. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever, whatever. I'm not... Whatever. Um. And now, Buzz Aldrin... Buzz has got a lot of quotes out there. There's there's some people that think that... Uh, okay, here's here's what I think. I think that we went to the moon, and the reason why everything is so fucking weird is because they really affected the video and photos and mucked with them from the moon because there were signs of an ancient civilization there and that I think that there were aliens there watching them also. Okay. And and so I think the story, that's why I think the photo, you know, everyone's like, oh, they didn't go to the moon, look at these photos. I'm like, no, 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 that doesn't mean they didn't go. It means that they're trying to hide something. So all the blacks... or If you watch the official footage, even though they, they taped over the, the original moon landing tapes, um, the footage that was released to the American public was, was like so bad. It was like, you know, they had the capability to make it look better. Well, whatever, whatever. I won't, well, get, in, I won't get into that. Basic
2: I won't, video technology wasn't that great. Sure, sure. Live but, video, but, especially
1: but if you watch the live video versus well whatever whatever uh but <clears throat> um well i just think that's that like the fake moon landing is a great way for people to be distracted by what really happened sure the, if there were aliens there that's a huge thing to hide uh uh if you look, so so a lot of people think that buzz aldrin Knows these secrets and doesn't want to go to the grave with these secrets, so he's got a lot of weird quotes out there. Like when he was on, I think he was on Larry King or something like that. He's
2: very prolific, he's been on like everything, yeah,
1: yeah. He 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 mentions this. He's like, Oh, well, what about this? When because uh, he he's been a big advocate to get people to go to Mars, yeah, instead of like going back to the moon again. And 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 he he there's this big quote of him being like, Oh, well. There's this moon on Mars where there's a monolith on it. And when people see that, they're gonna be like, Who put that there? <laughs> Wait, is there a quote like that? Oh yeah, that's that's like almost word for word that he says. And he's no. like Some might say the universe, some might say God. Whatever. Well, I don't know, whatever, but
2: So when they're placing the cameras on the moon landing, they're like point away from the the big monolith.
1: No no no. <laughs> he's saying that there was I'm saying the moon on Mars.
2: Oh, oh, okay. How he, wait, how would he know about Mars though? He's been to the moon.
1: But he's he's talking about Phobos. Okay. Like like he's specifically like trying to get you to look at what I I think I think he's trying to say, "Hey, look, there's proof of other life here on this moon that's going around Mars. Go look at this."
2: Yeah, everybody talks about Earth's moon, but we or everybody talks about going to Mars, but not
1: Mars's moon. Like he calls it out, that like, that's his that's his quote. Where he "Interesting, up. there's a he says there's a monolith on on this moon, and when people see it, they're gonna say who put that there? Whatever I know, I well, just how said
2: would, that, uh, like by now we have to have pretty good documentation on Phobos. Is there well,
1: any- the, I mean that we did a, an episode on that because that's the Russians went there, but it wasn't it wasn't just a Russian. Launch. It was like there were a lot of countries that contributed to uh, Phobos 1 and Phobos 2. There were two crafts that went to go land on Phobos and that captured weird photos. And, and the first one failed. You know, mm. a lot of a lot of crafts fail. Yeah, for sure. This one didn't make it. The second one. It was supposed to crash or land on that moon and before it it failed it it captured some weird pictures of like what looks like a a a cigar shaped ufo floating over the surface of mars cuz it okay. like is moving and has a shadow yeah and like is in different locations of different photos and then before it dies it looks like it that cigar shaped thing was very close to it Whatever this thing was supposed to go to Phobos, not to Mars. Hmm. Hence the name, but it didn't make it. But it got close and took some weird pictures, and people analyzed that for a while. And sure, there's a lot. Like of are trying
2: to orbit around something that's already got an orbit. <laughs> so I'm sure I'm sure the physicists could work it out, but it's got to be complicated. Yeah, it's not like going from our orbit to the moon's orbit or our orbit to Mars's orbit. Any Buzz Aldrin quotes?
1: Yeah, I was going to look for one, but uh, what do you want to talk about, Wade?
2: You know, my dad used to play tennis with Buzz Aldrin.
1: What? Uh, who was better?
2: You know, it's it's like Rocky III. Um I don't like when Apollo Creed and Rocky box at the end, you, and you never figure out the result. <laughs> like, oh, I don't that's know.
0: Two. I, that's two. What's that? Isn't that the end of two?
2: No, three, for sure. It's the Mr. T one where he becomes his trainer. Then at the end, Rocky's boxing and Apollo comes up to him,
0: up. And, then, and then it turns into a painting.
2: Yeah, and that, yeah, which That's Del three.
0: has on his wall. And then he dies in four.
2: Yeah, he dies in four.
0: So wait, what happens in two? Who's he fighting? Rocky in two? just
2: beats him, and it's a it's just oh, a so one is happy. Ending.
0: Apollo beats him. Two, Rocky beats him. Three. Apollo is sort of like his coach.
2: Yeah, because Burgess Meredith dies in the middle.
0: Right. Yeah. And then they go like who looks for? Sport? Yeah. And then they it turns into a painting. And then 4 he gets killed by Dolph Lundgren. And then 5 Tommy Gun.
2: Yep. Tommy the machine gun, which is like <laughs> the worst nickname ever. <laughs> Cuz a Tommy Gun's already a machine gun.
0: Yeah. No, I'm on my phone because I'm looking up Buzz Aldrin did talk about this monolith and there is a picture of it and it's fucking crazy.
2: Is and it I, the face I, on I Mars? Think,
1: <laughs> I think that that's what they were trying to like that's why they were going to that moon because they knew about it way
0: back then. The moon travels very fast and Yeah. Um I don't know. Uh I I I I can't remember like where we are in the conversation because I was looking this up. So, what do you what are we what are we talking about?
1: Well, I don't know. I, I guess uh uh I was just going to find another Buzz Aldrin quote, but uh but 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 ultimately though, um please watch the the press conference of them coming back from the moon cuz it is it's mind-boggling how they don't even smile in it. It it, when I watch it, I well, I, you know, whatever. I'm sorry to put this in your head, but I feel like they got. I feel like they saw proof of another life on the moon, and they got the briefing that don't fucking mention anything. And they're, you know, that's that's a lot to that's a lot to put out there, but if you watch them getting ready to go to the moon they're fucking they're fucking pumped
0: yeah i would say that they don't (laughs) smile because they're super underwhelmed on what they did there like so they went there and then they were like oh there's nothing here but i don't like they thought they were going out into space to like find aliens right they get to mars it's nothing it's arizona it's new mexico it looks that way and then they come back and they're like well, what do we what do we really have to say about this? Like, what can we possibly say? They're going to have all these questions. So, what do we say? What What do you? I'm I'm talking about the press
1: conference right after they the astronauts got back from the moon. That's what I'm saying.
0: I'm. Wait,
1: what do you mean about that's Mars? What I'm talking though.
0: About? Oh, I'm sorry, I misspoke. Oh, okay, okay. The moon.
1: Oh yeah yeah sure sure but but I feel like, they could have even. I feel like somebody would have said like. I don't know. They put a flag on the moon. They claimed the moon for the United States. So even if you found nothing, it's like, hey, where we discovered the weren't moon. weren't they
0: probably exhausted though? I mean, you are coming back? I get exhausted after like a two-hour car drive. Oh, they, uh, they've been in uh, space for fucking uh, however many days. Yeah,
1: I mean, but I don't think it was. I don't think it was the de- the night of. Them getting, you know, like yeah, but
0: I mean, you get my point. It's like.
2: Like I said earlier, going into space is pretty intense.
1: But I, I also think that you would <laughs> smile about being in space while getting interviewed about space. I
0: don't know, man. I don't. What are you talking about, smiles? There's like, also time dilation. About?
2: They might have gone, and it might have felt like a month to them. And Why
0: are you putting so much emphasis <laughs> on fucking smiles? When's the last time you smiled about anything?
1: I'm like smiling right now about this half smiling.
0: I just like nothing I've ever done in my life... When I recount it, it, makes me smile.
1: But what if you went to the moon and there was a huge race to get there before Russia? I drove through a monsoon. Russia?
0: I drove through a monsoon, and if I tell you that story, I'm not going to be smiling. I'm just going to be like, "Isn't that cool?" But you, that I fucking drove through but a monsoon? you understand that it was a huge event. I don't understand that. It's just a lot of water, I'm, you know. I'm, 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 I'm a lot joking. of water, a lot I of just, wind. I just don't, I don't know, man. It seems like you're reading into a lot of stuff. Like I was with you with the quotes things. We were all on board with that. Oh, it's weird that NASA's responding to this, but then you went to like this press conference and you're reading into a speech and then you're saying like they weren't smiling when it came back. And so now you just sound like a conspiracy theory guy. But I
1: but but the thing is is I didn't I I didn't read into the speech. I tried to just show you a, a part that I thought was weird. Well,
0: let's not like revisit like the whatever all of our, all but, of our but, like but, motives but for doing though, stuff. Ultimately, I'm just you didn't saying. think it was weird. Ultimately,
1: you didn't think it was weird. That's what I'm getting at. Is I showed it to you to see if you thought it was weird, and you didn't.
0: And I don't think it's weird that they weren't smiling when they came back either, because they're like military. But guys. but
1: listen, you have to understand that this is that this is interesting for me to hear that you aren't that you didn't think it was weird. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to convince
0: you that it well, was. Well, first weird. of all, I haven't seen that footage, so. I don't even know if that's weird or not. So this you're just tr- telling me. About well, I mean, it. I guess what I'm getting
1: at is is you're questioning why I'm questioning you about these things and I'm like, "Oh, this is interesting to me."
0: No, I'm not getting meta. You're just ta- you're just talking so much about it and looking for a reaction and I'm telling you right now, my reaction is that I I don't think it's weird.
2: So th- this is July 1994, right?
1: 25th anniversary, you said. I'm talking when they got back from the moon. So this is
2: 1969? Yeah. Okay. I thought you said that it was the 25th anniversary.
1: No, that was the quote that we listened to from... from okay. Get well, it together
0: Get it together, and please
1: follow along.
2: Sorry. It's space and time and it all gets messed up.
1: Um, I'm saying that the, the, the press I, conference that they gave to the world when they got back from the moon, they were like unenthusiastic. Because and, <laughs> I would say that. Because
2: space is boring. I would say, yeah, exactly. Well, it's exciting. But, but but you laugh about that. No, but like- no,
0: but but listen, I would say that exactly that. They have nothing to report. They're not psyched about coming back with nothing to report. I think they thought they were gonna like discover some fucking new world or something. So when they come back and people are like, "What was it like?" You'd be like, Arizona
2: or gold. There's like, there's there, there, there's supposed to be gold on there the moon. There was nothing but there. There was nothing just there. Moon rocks. You know uh, we Neil Armstrong. For
0: years, this is a huge deal, and we got nothing out of it.
2: Pretty much. I mean, I, Neil Armstrong. I, is I also agree like with your much-
1: guys' comments from today, but when I think of back then, it's like, like I said, they were happy to to any footage you see of them on the way out. They're fucking smiling, waving. <laughs> we're America's heroes. I'm saying that. Sure, I agree with you that the for it, it was a desert, but I'm like they still went to the fucking moon. Yeah. No, no matter how boring the moon was, they're the only people that went to the moon, and 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 you
0: would at least. So, what would you say is the reason that they're not smiling?
1: Well, I, 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 I basically, I think that they got to the moon and saw evidence of another civilization and they weren't allowed to talk about it
0: so they're the worst actors in the world T- to because, be fair like, if, if that were the case and then they came back and the people above them were like don't talk about that shit just say that it was like a desert it was like nothing don't you think they would have also been coached to be like be excited though like be excited like when actors do a bad movie and they know it's bad, and then they have to do the press junkets. They don't. They don't go like it's a really good movie. I don't know. Like maybe <laughs> unless there.
2: you're unless you're Ben Affleck promoting Batman v Superman, then you're kind of like sulking.
0: If you're and- as big as Ben <laughs> Affleck, who's like somehow Teflon, and he keeps getting parts, yeah, regardless of how good he is, and now he's in rehab. I'm just saying, like, if they've been coached in any way. Then they would have been coached to be like smiley and like, hey, oh, oh, it was great. Oh, we went to the moon. We're the first ones ever. Ha ha. <laughs> I, I think Suck that
1: it. <laughs> I think that they were so in their heads that they couldn't so in their heads about what they could and couldn't say that they were that if, if my interpretation is they're thinking the whole time like that's why the the, the whole elbow thing when when he's like well, I don't think we because Michael Collins says. I don't recall seeing any stars, which is a weird comment. You don't recall seeing any stars? You went to the moon. You don't recall seeing any stars? I'm just saying I don't remember. And then right after that, Neil Armstrong, like, whatever. whatever. I'm I'm sure I'm reading into it. (laughs) You fucking idiot, Michael Collins. Shut the fuck up. You don't recall seeing any stars? Yeah. I was busy
0: flying a multi-million dollar (laughs) spaceship around the moon. But ultimately, don't they weren't flying. Stars. It.
1: You know what I mean? Like it was. Well,
0: but dude, wh- I mean, whatever. Like
1: pick and choose. Like sure, pick what? and choose. But you're flying in space to the moon. You're going to look out the window, and you don't recall seeing it. Any... I'm saying that is the that is because you're fucking... not looking
0: for stars. You're looking out the window. You don't go like, oh, weird. There's no stars. But you do you?
1: But you, as a pilot for NASA, going into space to the moon, you probably know more constellations than any than anybody. Well, I would
2: imagine you're also being sent out there to. you an observer.
1: Yeah, they had they had cameras on their spacesuits. The, I know that he didn't go onto the moon, but he's still a, a a a a tool
0: for data absorption, whatever. Like, I just struggle to understand what you're getting at.
2: They had a gun pointed at their heads.
1: Well, no, no. I
0: mean, like, um, like Michael. Co- I'm just okay. Out of everything,
1: out of everything, it blows me away that you don't think that's weird. That Michael Collins didn't recall. I don't recall seeing any stars. That is, you just went to the moon. That's it. On the other hand, so
0: they, if I acquiesce and say that's weird, then you're satisfied. No,
1: I no, that, uh, uh, because you're just saying it to 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 say it like you i'm i'm blown away that you don't think that that's weird sure he's flying a plane
0: but i do think it's weird you never asked me if i thought it was weird i've i've been analyzing why or how he wouldn't see the stars yeah it's fucking weird but what does that mean like what's the point
1: oh i don't know All, all i'm saying is i don't know what the point is the point to me there is a if if there is something being withheld from the public i think that the weird things to look at are astronauts describing stars in space because there are inconsistencies that's all i guess all i'm looking for but in- if
0: you say that astronauts can't see stars in space that means that stars exist as like a fucking within our uh 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 what's it called the thing around the earth orbit the whatever the v- no atmosphere oh yeah. that means that they're projected down onto us from the atmosphere that's that's well, the point of saying that astronauts can't see well, stars. there's plenty oh, no. of
2: documentation that there are stars no to me so, to but that's my them.
0: point no no, like no but him, that's not that's not what the
1: are uh, that's not what i'm i'm thinking or trying to say or well, anything so,
0: but what i'm saying is like him not seeing stars is just like it doesn't mean anything
1: well okay to me that comment means that that <laughs> this is so funny because this is so that that they were coached in in a way that we're like well people are going to ask about stars and and i i don't know it it's weird because it falls in line with them not going to the moon but that's not what i don't believe that um it's like why would there be an inconsistency with their with what they with what they witnessed? But
0: that's like a crazy improv to do. And I know that's not what you're saying, but like if we didn't go to the moon and they come back and he goes, "I don't see I didn't see any stars." That's the fucking dumbest improv that you could do because we didn't go to the moon. Why would you make up that we didn't see stars? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like I just don't understand he didn't see stars because he wasn't looking for stars. Well, well,
2: and if he's piloting the, the craft, he's probably looking at measurements and numbers, and make making sure. I that know, they're, but that's what I said.
1: But I and I and listen, when I when you guys will say that, I'm like, no matter what you're driving, you're gonna look out the window, <laughs> especially when you are going to the moon.
0: Astronauts yeah,
2: astronauts the, might not be thing. trained to smell the roses, though.
0: We've driven to Colorado countless times. I couldn't tell you how many times, like four hours went by that I didn't can i didn't i don't remember any of it it's like when you when you drive to work every day when you make your commute every day you don't remember that but your first drive to work oh come on i mean jesus christ like <laughs> no, there's no, nothing no. i can say that that like takes a foothold with you no no but I, well i don't know i mean like like it
1: i'm just saying i don't I don't know. I'm not trying to be argumentative. I'm trying to say. I
0: know you're not trying to, but all I'm asking from you is if he didn't, if he legitimately didn't see stars. What does that mean? You don't have an answer. You're just saying that, like, and I'll and I'll let you. But but from my point of view, all you're saying is he was coached to say something, and he didn't say the right thing. But like, why would? Not seeing stars be something that would ever be on the table. Wait,
1: wait, wait, wait! No, 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 no. See, that it's just a little off, and I know that it's not that much off. Um, Neil Armstrong said he could see stars through his optics, but then Michael Collins says, "I don't recall seeing any stars." So, so what? I'm the reason why that comes into question for me is like he doesn't remember. It's not that well, he did or he didn't. It's that he doesn't remember.
2: I, I was looking at pictures of the orbit module too, but th- there's only like five windows on the thing. Maybe, maybe a little more. I that, that was my estimate. And for all we know, he was looking down down at the surface of the moon the whole time. There might not have been a window on the other side.
0: But
1: but but traveling to the moon, you don't see the moon like, most called, of the way. I
0: called the moon Mars earlier on this podcast. That doesn't mean that I meant that. Like it means that like. I mean, you're holding all these guys to their word when they just traveled. How many miles is it to the moon?
1: couple hundred and eighty seven
0: thousand. So. Oh, yeah, that's a lot. So like now everything that they say is on public record and needs to be scrutinized like they can't fuck up.
1: Oh, the, but but he was let's say he was driving the ship, right? They were driving for seventy
0: five hours.
2: That's a long time.
0: Which leads to my point: you zone out.
1: That's over three days. But you would continue driving. I'm just, I just really think you would remember if you saw some stars. That's all. I, I don't mean, know,
0: dude. I don't know what to tell you. No, like, no, 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 no.
1: That's fine. I, it, 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 blows me away that you, that you guys both, forget about conspiracy theories, moon, anything that someone would, would couldn't recall. If they saw stars I when, they were, said in, it was when weird. they were in, when they were space, I already
0: said it was weird. What do you want? What do you want out of this conversation?
2: The whole way, or just during the entire trip? Maybe, maybe in a specific window of time, you didn't see stars.
1: I, I, I don't know what I want out of this conversation. I, I. I I, just, I guess I just didn't believe you because it took so long to get there. That's all. I, he, he says he doesn't recall seeing any stars. That's for 75 hours and 56 minutes. I'm just, you know, you get to space, you're going to look around, whether you're driving or not. I'm just saying it's suspect.
2: I don't know. I've never trained to be an astronaut before, and they might train you to focus on the job.
1: But like I I I, the, I guess I guess I am being argumentative because it's like you're giving him an excuse to not remember seeing stars. That's all. Whatever. That's a weird. I'm sure there's a lot of muscle
2: memory and stuff that they just internalized through their astronaut training. To
0: I don't think either of us are trying to explain away why he didn't see stars. We're just saying like. Yeah, he made a statement where he said he didn't recall seeing stars, and we're and we're trying to figure out why he would have made that statement. We're not saying it's true or not true. All I'm saying is like, I
1: don't know. We don't even. When you're an athlete,
0: they say, "Here's what you say. You say we take it a game at a time. We're not looking ahead. We're focused on the next week. We're doing this." They're media trained, right? Maybe he didn't recall seeing stars because, like, if you look out and you're perpendicular to the Earth, I mean, I think you would still see stars, but, like, I just I just don't think... I just... I don't know. I've already acknowledged that it's weird. I'm trying to figure out why he would have said it, but nothing I say satisfies you.
1: It's not... I am satisfied.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for listening to Real Life Sci-Fi. Aaron, thanks for being here. This is uh, so now you've tied Kelsey, right?
2: Uh, Yep. I think we're both at five. I think I'm not sure what she's at.
0: You don't even remember how many times you've been here?
2: I guess not. Um
0: uh, I mean I definitely don't.
2: <laughs> I'm sure okay, it seems like it would Roswell would be like
0: a big deal for you.
2: Yeah. No, I'm cel- I'm going I'm celebrating right now. Um England's Roswell. Uh I'm the only person who exists in the universe. Oh, that was a good one. Uh TWA flight 800. Um the media is making us stupid and this. This is 5.
0: And the media the media is making us stupid was the one with Kelsey? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks for being here. Do you have anything to plug?
2: Man, I don't know. I don't do shit anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, me neither. You could plug uh, yeah. old stuff, though. Like, if you're a new listener and
1: you don't know, you're not familiar with anything Aaron's done, you should watch his old stuff.
2: Yeah, watch watch my glory ears on Channel 101. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll do something again you someday. Think about
0: getting, yeah, do you think about getting back into that or not? I'm I'm debating it.
2: I'm. I got some ideas in my head. Uh, if I do come back, it'll be a total surprise. Uh, okay. So I wouldn't announce well, it ahead of time.
1: We're
0: uh, not gonna send a video saying you're coming.
2: I'm not gonna say I'm doing it. I'm not gonna say I'm not doing it. You know, I'd rather just kind of get in there.
0: Right, but it's also not gonna be a big deal for anybody. No, I know, I know because it's
2: a completely different generation, and no one. Right. No I feel one. like
1: I, I. I feel like if I made something. I, I, might not get in randomly. You know what I mean? Not because it was good or bad, but because I, I I don't know if I trust the new regime. Yeah. I, yeah.
2: I'm currently unemployed. I do editing and VFX. Um, you know, if, if you got any writing gigs, you I'd like to get in on that. you a LinkedIn
0: that you want to throw out there that people can uh, get in touch with you on your LinkedIn? You can. I uh, got a
2: LinkedIn, uh, Aaron Moles on LinkedIn. You could do that. Uh, do you have a,
0: a reel
1: attached to your LinkedIn? What
0: do you res- do? You have a resume on I there. I should where? get. A, I should put a reel up there. Right. Can you do that on LinkedIn? You can put a reel on. You it? should be able
2: to. I mean, for us, know, for entertainment fucking worthless.
1: it it I it's like. I feel like it's the professional one, but like not with the movie
0: business. It would be. Yeah, exactly. It would be for like if we were salesmen. Yeah, I get yeah. I
1: get I get messages every day about people wanting to meet and talk about their just salesmen hit me up and I'm like, Wah.
2: I get occasional things like that, too. I got and this I always,
0: financial yeah. advisor fucking bothering me because I said I worked at Netflix and it's like, motherfucker, I don't have any money. I don't need you to advise me on my finances. Please fuck off. <laughs> if he if he knows who I am and he's listening to this, uh I don't remember your name, fuck off. <laughs> I'm not gonna meet with you. Uh Willie, anything? Uh Willie Bad Movies on Instagram. You're still doing it. Every week. They're great, especially
2: now that you have a kid to use as a prop. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he's been in a few.
0: <laughs> well, I got nothing. I quit everything. I quit everything. I'm very I, close
1: to where you are at. <laughs> I
0: hate obligations. I don't want to be bothered. Um You don't have any you don't have any websites, right? No. What was the last website you owned? Website? I only own waderandolph.com. Oh, and that still works, right? I own airmost.com. It's Aaron still Moles. up there, com, yeah.
2: But I don't there's no site.
0: Yeah, mine got snaked for me.
2: My my, my URL should just link to my LinkedIn profile.
0: Yeah, mine is basically just a picture of me in the shower, and it links to my YouTube. Account.
2: Oh yeah, you have a great you have a great one actually.
0: Thank you. <laughs> um, okay, I guess that's it. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody, and remember that just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not after you. We'll see you next time on Real Life Sci-Fi. Yep.